4.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. On it goes, a back and forth between the White House and congressional Republicans over raising the government's debt ceiling. GOP House Speaker Kevin McCarthy vowed that defaulting is not an option. He accused President Biden of being missing in action and pledged to pass legislation to raise the debt limit, but only if coupled with a cap on future federal spending. However, the White House cried foul, accusing McCarthy of dangerous economic hostage-taking. Mr. Biden wants Republicans to approve a debt ceiling increase with no strings attached, as they did when Donald Trump was president. Greg Clugston, Washington. Is sounding an alarm over the rise of artificial intelligence, Twitter chief Elon Musk. It has the potential, uh, how a small one may regard that probability, but it is non-trivial. It has the potential of civilizational destruction. Musk telling the Fox News Channel's Tucker Carlson that he plans an alternative to the popular AI chatbot ChatGPT. Musk is calling Truth GPT. And Musk describes it as a maximum truth-seeking AI. It's another example of communist China's influence in the U.S. The Justice Department says two men have been arrested on charges that they helped establish a secret police outpost in New York City on behalf of the Chinese government. Officials separately announced charges against more than three dozen members of China's national police, accusing them of creating and using fake social media accounts to locate and harass dissidents in the U.S. That's correspondent Shelley Adler. The Kremlin says Vladimir Putin has visited the headquarters of Russian troops fighting in Ukraine. Putin's second visit to Russian-occupied areas of Ukraine in as many months. Wall Street, the Dow down 106 points. NASDAQ is up 40 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Is the heavyweight champion of the world. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach you won't pay the bills. Foreman, 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Read PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-235-5588. That's 800-235-5588. The Saudi foreign minister plans a visit to Syria, the first such visit since 2011. Momentum towards bringing President Bashar al-Assad Syria back into the Arab fold has been gathering pace. Just last week, the Syrian foreign minister was in Saudi Arabia. He's currently in Tunisia after visiting Algeria at the weekend. The Saudis, who for a time backed the anti-Assad rebels, hosted a meeting of nine Arab states at the end of last week to discuss the possibility of readmitting Syria to the Arab League. Its seat was suspended in 2011 in response to the brutal government crackdown on protesters. There's still something of a split between Arab states over the issue, but it seems increasingly likely that Syria will soon return to the Arab League. The BBC Sebastian Usher. Secretary of State Blinken says a U.S. diplomatic convoy came under fire in war-ravaged Sudan. 
no injuries. News and analysis at townhall.com. Another media entity bails on Twitter. This time it's the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation which says it is pausing Twitter after the social media platform owned by Elon Musk stamped CBC's account with a label the public broadcaster says is intended to undermine its credibility. Twitter labeled CBC Radio Canada government-funded media. That's the same label that prompted National Public Radio in the U.S. to similarly quit Twitter last Wednesday. Keith Peters reporting. Volkswagen has unveiled an electric luxury sedan promising 435 miles on a single charge. And uh, Chinese automakers also displaying their latest SUVs, sedans, and muscle cars at the world's biggest auto show. Auto Shanghai 2023 reflects intense competition in China's fast-growing market for electric vehicles. More on these stories at townhall.com. Breezy today, more clouds than sun. Scouted shower, 55 to 60. Congressman Joe Courtney and other state officials praising a U.S. Supreme Court decision to deny an appeal in the long-running challenge by the state of New York to establish a disposal site for dredged material. Courtney says dredging is crucial for the maritime economy and the submarine industry. A woman from stores has been missing in Japan for a week and a half. Patricia Wu Murad was reportedly an experienced hiker. Her husband has flown to Japan to search for his wife. Senator Blumenthal has reached out to the State Department and the White House for help. A judge has ended nearly 50 years of oversight of the police department in Hartford, despite continued concerns that the department still hasn't hired enough black and Hispanic officers to reflect the population in Hartford. The 17-year-old girl died Saturday morning after being found unresponsive at a home in New London was identified as Denazia Uzzle. Cause of death has not been released. Two others in the home suffered stab wounds, 40-year-old Erica Cherry and 19-year-old Enshan Cherry. A Plainfield police officer suffered a broken nose Sunday night, breaking up a fight on North Chestnut Street. 39-year-old Ryan Latour is charged with headbutting the officer. He was involved in a dispute with 37-year-old Stephanie Duran over parking. Duran's also charged with interfering with an officer. Officer's been released from the hospital. 34-year-old Amanda Houghton of Killingley is due in court April 26, last Thursday. She allegedly threatened to blow up Danielson Superior Court. Today's the deadline to file your taxes or pay an estimate and get an extension. Last year, the IRS had the worst customer service appraisal ever. This tax season, phone calls to the agency averaged four minutes on hold compared to 27 minutes on hold the previous year. There are 24 cities and towns in Connecticut that don't have a store in their town that accepts food stamps. State lawmakers considering a bill that would address the lack of grocery stores in communities. Stores that open in underserved areas would get tax breaks. A man at a hotel in Danbury was arrested on Sunday for allegedly performing dental procedures without a license. Hugo Moraes de Lima is also charged with illegally selling prescription drugs. John Tewitt for WICH. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Hey, it's nice to see the sunshine, isn't it? Welcome to the program. Did you listen to that news? Uh, Mentioned going to a dentist and finding out he didn't have a license. There goes his pull in the community. So, 
It's an open topic to start things off today. Tomorrow we have a busy day. At 11 o'clock we'll be talking with Roy Rogers' granddaughter, Julie Rogers. Looking forward to that because I was a cowboy. I had all the Roy Rogers paraphernalia. Were you a cowboy or a cowgirl? Hmm? Back in those days. Anyway, that'll be tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Also, we are going to be having the uh, guest in from the Better Business Bureau. We got a lot of things lined up. Rob Simmons on Thursday. So, uh, busy week, but we have time for open forum right now. And the number is 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Well, welcome to you, too. Hey, buddy. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Doing all right. Good for you. <laughs> Listen, I saw, I can't believe this. I saw the segment on TV last night. Mm-hmm. It's called Squatters' Rights. Oh. This was on Fox News last night at uh, 7 o'clock with, um, I forgot his name. Jesse, now. Walter, anyway, wa- uh, Jesse woman, Waters show. This woman yeah. was on TV last night. Did mm-hmm. you happen to see this last night? I saw just a tiny bit of it, and it, it's, I have heard about TV it before. From Florida. It's she pathetic. lives in Florida. Shame on DeSantis and the rest of the uh, mm-hmm. people who are on the legislation board down there not to do anything about this. They're more worried about other stupid stuff. This woman owns a house, and because it was vacant, there was nobody living in it for the time being. These people just moved in. Oh, they had the right to show. They, they showed the people actually telling these people who own the house to to get the hell off the property. They're going to. But anyways, here's the law. So, these people moved in, they changed the uh, padlock on the door, moved right in, and put a brand new padlock on the door, and under the Florida law, this person who owns that house has no right to go back into that house. And under the Florida law, she has no right to turn the electricity off, no right to turn the water off, she has no rights whatsoever, and she'll be arrested if she does any of this stuff. However, there's no criminal law in Florida that these people did anything wrong by just moving into these people's property. Don't pay rent. They, they wrecked, totally destroyed the property inside. The walls were all smashed out, uh, garbage thrown all over the place. Uh, so you have to go to civil court. There's no criminal statute in Florida uh, regarding this where these people can get arrested immediately and put in jail just going to somebody else's uh, uh, home. And this I find this a total, absolute disgrace because if it happened to me, I would be in jail, I'm telling you right now, if this happened to me. You know, uh, I'm, I'm familiar with this one, Lar, and uh, so even if the uh, it was not vacated, if, if it somebody... It wasn't vacated, it was just empty. I know, but if somebody went out to dinner, somebody could just move into their house while they were out to dinner. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Under the Florida law, if the house is uh, empty, there's nobody there. I would say not, maybe not for dinner, but for a period. Say, for example, they were selling a property. Mm-hmm. The house was up for sale, so it was, it was empty. The people had moved somewhere else. So the house was up for sale for a couple of months. They have a right to, to go right into this property. And these people have no rights. So where is Governor DeSantis and the rest of these uh, uh, Republican uh, people who seem to, to care so much about the people, that, well, that they would let this uh, uh, continue to go on. This woman was in tears last night. 
Uh, I saw a bit of it, and I, I've seen these things before, and I, it's hard to comprehend that there could be any laws on the books like that. I mean... Yeah, this is what's going mystifying. on in our country. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, everything, everything is going towards the criminal. The criminal can do anything they want today and get away with it. And hard-working people like you and me and the rest of the people who work, pay our taxes, keep our property up, and do everything right the way we're supposed to, we're the victims. We're the ones that get penalized for everything that we do correct. I've actually heard that if somebody goes on vacation for maybe a week or so and you come home and somebody else has taken over your home, that you can't throw them out. I've actually heard that. Well, of course- It's true. Under Florida law, it's absolutely true. You know, the woman actually said last night, she said she would be arrested. The police came, told her to get off the property, get off her own property. Police told her she had to leave, get off the property, and that she would be arrested if you turned off the electricity to water to these people that were living in her house. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh, I couldn't believe I heard this story last night. Well, it's not the first time I've heard this story, and I, I remember I saw it for like 30 seconds, and I was repulsed by it, and I switched off because I know about it. But... I don't know what the other the laws are in other states, but other states are doing this ridiculous thing as well. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't know about the other states. In fact, I didn't even look up Connecticut's uh, uh, law for this uh, squatters mm-hmm. thing. Um, I've heard about it happening in Connecticut, but uh, I just got to see the whole segment last night with this woman that owned this property in Florida. I just I watched the whole thing and I felt so bad for this for this woman. Uh, that that she was being taken like this, and um, she has to pay all these bills for these people who she don't even know who moved into her property. Can you imagine this? Change the padlock and put her, their own padlock on the door, and and just just took over the property. <laughs> I, I, and she's got to pay thousands of dollars now for an attorney to go to civil court. I wish somebody, I wish somebody could call up with some kind of an explanation how this was <laughs> ever conceived to be put on the books. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Stuart, that, that, that I had a bad night last night. I couldn't even sleep after watching this. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch the whole thing, because I have <laughs> heard about it before. Believe me, I saw the yeah. poor woman, and uh, it was just nauseating. So, All right, Larry. Okay. Uh, I'll maybe... talk to you a little later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Anybody, you've heard about the squatter's law, huh? There's got to be some kind of... Uh, Reason why there could ever be a law like that on the books. As Groucho Marx would say, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, I listened to Larry, and that's not what I called about, but I just wanted to say, I think there's a house in my thing, squatters uh, living there. You don't see the electricity or lights on, but there's a couple people and the house looks like it should be condemned, and, um... Well, we don't know that know, for sure. I don't know what, uh... They've had light officers, and, um... They don't seem to be too concerned about a whole lot when they do have these blight officers, so I don't know if we currently have one in Norwich. That's a good question, uh... I do believe we do. I know we didn't have one for a while, then we didn't, then we didn't. But I do think they have one back, and uh, let me just make a note to try to get a hold of them. 
Okay. Mm. Uh, but what I called about was uh, an interesting subject. Have you ever heard of the Radium Girls? The Radium Girls? No. Well, I guess, and I looked, I Googled it, <clears throat> and they they were women that worked in factories. Mm-hmm. There was one um, called the uh, Waterbury Clock Company, and they contracted radiation poisoning, which was caused by watch dials, you know, when you're making the... Uh, uh, the dials. I'm not surprised. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they worked with like this aluminum, not aluminum, uh, aluminous paint. Okay, on the dials. So uh, their bodies, the ones that died from this, because they they contract uh, uh, radium poisoning, mm-hmm. that their bodies glowed in their coffins. Oh God. Yeah, and this was, like, back in 1927, and there were, like, 50 women that died. Um, I I don't know if, um, uh, I, I think the latest one that ever lived was, like, 107, but... Um, well, that was a miracle. I, huh? That was a miracle. She lived to be 107. Yeah, so anybody in Connecticut or... Uh, relatives of those um, uh, radium girls know about this, or if anybody, the listeners, ever heard about it. I thought it was interesting. Sure is. The things that we uh, didn't know years ago that we've learned, and um, consequences, of course, because we didn't know these things. Hey, thanks. I'll check it out. Thank you. Radium girls, you're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu Breyer. Hello, Joseph. I need. A, I am. I'm, I never asked you this over the air, but I'm going to ask you for two things, two favors, and you don't even have to leave the studio. Number one, I lost my Ruku last night, and I won a game two with the 76ers against the Brooklyn Nets. And I, I was wondering if you got a paper because I don't get the paper, and I, I, I didn't get no scores because it's New York, you know. So if you could uh, tell me if you could find the score if they won last and they beat it by 20 on the first game and they're doing mm-hmm. good. I they're going to have a hard time with the Boston Celtics. I know that, but I'd like to see them at least take the Nets out. Well, un- unfortunately, I left the sports page up upstairs, but I'll try to get it for you. Yeah, well, if you you know in your, in your rounds and you you know I'm sure you go upstairs for lunch, whatever you do, that's your deal. Okay, and the second thing, it's been a couple of years, and I usually like it in November because that's the month I was born. I know you were born in, uh, you're a Leo. Uh, listen, I want to hear, if you don't mind, on your hour, I would like to hear Gordon Lightfoot, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. You're in the mood I for that, that huh? Too, man. Yeah, it's eerie, but I like it because it's about the sailors and the ship and all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an old soul, so I... I like to kind of hear that. I love Gordon Lightfoot, by the way. So do I. He's so. a great artist and a wonderful, uh, wonderful. He is. I saw uh, a documentary on him. Writer. He's just fantastic. He's from Canada. Yep. He, yeah, he's a really cool guy. He's a wonderful. He's very, uh, very Canada. particular about his music and everything. It, there's so many uh, sundown. All those great songs he wrote, you know. And, but I would love to hear that if you don't, if you don't mind. Well, we'll and, see what uh, I can do for you, Joey. Get, I have connections. We'll see what I can do. I know you do, Stu, and. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, and last but not least, I love. I know when Larry's in a good mood when he tells us, you know, when he talks, and then he giggles. I like his giggle for some reason. That means he's happy. He chuckles. He he's got a good chuckle. Well, he's like me. Sometimes uh, he hears these things and sees these things, and you you just can't believe that it actually goes on in our country, and uh, mm-hmm. you just shake your head. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. He's really up to snuff on what's going on. I know that about Larry just by listening to him. I don't know him very well, but I've known him for a long time when he was a police officer and everything. And uh, what was the last thing I was going to say to you? Uh, and, you know, I, I kind of like what you – I like your, your theory about – I love accents, Stu, and I know you enjoy Helen, and you like accents. I love accents, Stu. I think it's cool. Okay. Thanks, Joe. I love you, man. See, See ya. ya. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Um, hey, who did run for the roses? Dan Fogelberg. Oh, I was thinking it was Gordon White, but to me, they kind of sing the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, the Kentucky Derby hopefully will be coming up next month. Um, you know, Larry was talking about the law and things and criminals and everything, getting away with everything. In today's opinion page of the day, he may love to read this one by Chris Powell. It's a great big comment um, thingy, and it's called No One is Above the Law. I, is, I read that. I hope that all of our listeners have a chance to read that. Is a lie. I didn't know all that stuff went on at Stores Campus. You did? Windows, broken lamp post pulls. Yeah, when you've got hundreds of people celebrating, drinking, and then a few of them go crazy. And mm-hmm. then 16 were injured and had to be hospitalized. And what they're saying is that these people were students. The guy says, how do these thugs get into something that calls itself higher education? And at the end of it, it says... Connecticut deserves far better, and the state needs to be shown that at least at UConn, nobody is above the law. But it was a really good article because it was political, too, on the other side of it. And I wanted to say, in um, uh, yeah, yesterday's USA Today, Bobby Kennedy's, I, I guess it's his son, support, um, yeah, I guess it's, uh, isn't it, yeah, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. A full page in blue, red, and white. It says American Values 2024 encourages you to attend this historic event with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. It's a full page and his pictures on it announcing his candidacy for President of the United States. Protect your rights and freedom by battering battling corporate greed and government corruption. And it's going to be Wednesday, April 19th, and it's going to be at Boston Park Plaza. Sounds like, he's, sounds like he's in the wrong party if he's advocating that. Yeah, I know. And it says, supporting Kennedy for president, American values. I mean, I, I felt so bad for the other two Kennedys, you know, and I'm almost hoping that he gets picked instead of Biden. I, I really am, you know? Well, I'm glad that there's somebody else running, and there'll be a lot more, I believe, before the election. Thanks, Sue. Okay. See ya. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Sue. Hi. Forty years ago, we bought a house in Florida because my husband was working at Pratt & Whitney uh, mm-hmm. in East Hartford, and he got transferred. And so we moved there, 
And in the neighborhood, the same thing that Larry was saying happened. There was a, a, a couple that were living in a house there. That The house was for sale, and, and they just moved in. They just moved in. That is just so sick. I, I, you know, it would be very easy for somebody to go to the, the uh, city hall and find records of their house, and you know who owns the house. Uh, yeah. I don't know why it would be... Uh, well, they do, if, if you leave your house empty, you, you'll come back and there'll be people living in there. Yes, that happened. And, and they won't throw them out. They won't throw them out. I would put them in jail for 10 years. Well, they they didn't. They didn't. They stayed there, and then they, when they were ready to go, they just picked up and went. Well, and that's the truth. And that was 40 years ago? 40 years ago. Well, they have, nobody had the brain enough to get rid of that law? No, I guess not. Time? I guess not. So... I don't know what to say to that. I mean, I've heard about it before, and I, I, I just, it's yeah, incomprehensible. Yeah. It's incomprehensible. Yes, it's true. So, yeah, I, no, I know. I've heard about it, and then I saw a little bit of it last night, and I yeah, just we had that in it. our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, so if you go to Florida, be careful. Well, I'd like to uh, interview Governor DeSantis sometime, or somebody from Florida, and ask what well, the deal is know, on that. Well, you know, I'm disappointed in Governor DeSantis. He's uh, going after um, Disney World down there, mm-hmm. and he wants to. He he's talking about building a prison on the uh, land there because you know they they have a tax break or whatever right now. But anyway, uh, I'm disappointed in him. Well, I like him, but this particular law uh, that hasn't been addressed by him, I don't understand. Well. I wouldn't be surprised. We'll be, we'll be hearing more. Okay, thank you for that. You're welcome. All right, let me uh, take a short break. We'll get back with more of your calls. Very interesting stuff here. 860-889-5252. When you do business at Gear, Sand, and Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, Gear, Sand, and Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone, gravel, crushed, and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it, and can even do the work for you. Site work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138 Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Gear up for your next job at Gears. Salem Turnpike serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley and Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. 895-252 is our telephone number. 
Don't forget the 860, and we'll get back with more of your calls coming up. Fox News commentary. The House Judiciary Committee held a victims of violent crime hearing in New York City, and Democrats responded exactly as you'd expect. Crime? What crime? I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-353-5566. That's 800-353-5566. 800-353-5566. Crime is skyrocketing in blue cities, but if you ask Democrats, they'll tell you it's just a figment of our mega imagination. This week, the House Judiciary Committee held a field hearing on violent crime in New York City. Witnesses included police officers, victims, and victims' families. But according to Democrat Rep. Hank Johnson, all those folks are props in a mega Broadway production. Oh, and apparently Republicans like Congressman Jim Jordan are just jackbooted thugs. Uh, what? Here's the thing about the culture of lawlessness. It impacts all Americans of all races and all political affiliations. Democrats are doing their darndest to keep the spotlight off the mess they've created by focusing on guns, but that jig is up. As much as Democrats would like Republicans to stay away from the major issue of lawlessness and violent crime, well, uh, that's too bad. Someone has to clean up your mess. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. I wish whatever channel you watched gave you that news yesterday. WICH weather, sunny to start, then some clouds. High 58 tonight, becoming partly cloudy, 38. Mm, but it'll warm up Wednesday in the 60s, and Thursday it'll be in the 70s with lots of sunshine. 58 degrees, welcome. Well, I was trying to welcome you, but uh, hi, welcome to the program. Hello, Stu, how are you? All right, I hope you're doing well out there. Yeah, I am, I am. Um, I had to mention, I, wow, that's unbelievable, having an empty house up to sailor. If somebody moves in, it's just it's, it's insanity. That's insanity uh, to me. I mean, I, I just like oh. to talk to them. If there's an attorney listening and tell me uh, what you think of that, it's repulsive. Well, you know, Catherine Hepburn's house was empty after she passed, and there were people that did move in there. Well, that, I, maybe they I, bought it. No, no, no. They, they, they. He just took the, the his wife and kids, I guess, and just moved in. Well, and, somebody, uh, maybe somebody, somebody has a little more information. But uh, just they, because she passed, somebody must there. own the place. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, a beautiful place in Fenwick, Old Saybrook mm-hmm. area, uh, and it's kind of maybe it's. I think it's isolated too. But I can't, I can't fathom that. You know, you know, years ago. Mike, well, you know, I'm thinking now the owner of the house, what if she doesn't pay the light bill? You know what I'm saying? She don't pay the water bill or the light bill. Yeah, which means, she, they, which means they, they must think that the person owns the house if they're going to arrest them for not paying the light bill and the heating I bill. Mean, so wouldn't that right. prove that you own the house and those people should get out and get arrested? Exactly. I mean, I'm saying... I mean, I'm going to call my daughter at noontime because she lives in Florida and ask her. But I think that's, oh, my goodness. It's amazing. There's a law against breaking and entering, but there's Holy not a law against just entering. 
But, uh, you know, as I'm, I'm thinking, um, there's got to be taxes, and if she, it's just unheard of. I do remember as a child that um, years ago they would, uh, if you didn't pay your rent, they would put your furniture outside. And I had said to my mom, why are they moving the furniture out on the lawn? She said, well, they didn't mm-hmm. pay their rent, and they just evicted them. Well, that's oh a different story. That's, this, we're talking about to? talking about homeowners here. That's a different story. Yeah, but I mean, a homeowner, if you're renting from them mm-hmm. years ago and you didn't pay, you got they moved your stuff right out on the street. Now this is a long time ago, but imagine, uh, I I'm I'm just like wow, because <laughs> I I don't know what I would do. I'd probably be in jail. You yeah, these days, the, I, like, these days the victims are the ones they want to throw in jail. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. The other thing uh, in the newspaper, Bobby Kennedy Jr., I got to tell you, I always liked the Kennedys. And if he, he's got some, I, you know, he doesn't approve of a lot of things, the COVID and et cetera, different things that, that you know, things that kind of make sense. But I'm I'm kind of happy that, you know, because I, I definitely don't want Biden in there, but I'm hoping that uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. could bring something good to the table. Well, don't let the name fool uh, you. Very... Don't let the Kennedy name fool you. Get to know the person better. Yeah. I, I'm because he's a this. Kennedy. I know this situation over the years, mm-hmm. you know, but I guess it just it brings sadness to me to think about how his dad died and, you know, right. like that. So let's hope somebody brings something good to the table. All right, enjoy but this. if not, mm-hmm. if not, if another Republican is uh, going to run, I if somebody I don't like, I probably would vote Trump back in. Um, and well, listen, that, that let's hope we'll have, in my opinion, let's hope we'll have two different people running. and Oh, yes. And we can get some common sense in there. But, hey, you have a great day, all right? You too, Stu. Bye-bye. Thank you. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Yeah, good morning, Stu. Morning. It's Chevy Man. Chevy Man, June 13th, Chevy Man. Oh, is it? Yeah, June 13th? Yep. Let me write that That's down. That's the Dairy June Queen 13th. get-together. Yeah. Great. Sounds good. So uh, I hear you guys talking about somebody's squatter's rights and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear of it? I've heard of squatter's rights, but um, I don't know why they would have rights. But anyway, uh, <laughs> squatter's rights, as far as I'm concerned, it's not actually living in a building because I had some kind of situation with that um, where I had put up a carport on my house, and it was right on the borderline where it ended. Uh, my property and my neighbor's property. I had it up for like 20 years. Then I put it up, the old man next door to me watched me put it up. You know, I'm, I'm good friends with all my neighbors, you know, and whatnot. No problem. He didn't say nothing. Well, 15 years later, he says to me, Gary, you got to take that carport down. I'm like, why? He says, well, it's on my property line. It's on the property line. Or it's on my property. I'm like, you didn't say that when I built it. And then I looked into the squatter's rights thing, and um, that's what I heard of fire squatter's rights as far as a, a well, property that's a, thing. You know, that's just one of those uh, arguments over who owns what house. land. 
But I don't uh, know about that. Surprised after all this time that he went and said, "No, that's that's on my property." But you know, then you got to get an attorney and all that junk. Well, I got lucky. Um, what happens? I went down to the town hall. I told him the situation, and he said, "Well, if you can settle it with your your neighbor, we don't care." Mm-hmm. Town didn't care. Um, so anyway, unfortunately, well, not nice, but good for me, but not for him. He ended up dying. So. Oh God. And that was the end of that. So, uh, but then anyway, a couple of years after that, the carport was so old and getting uh, dilapidated that uh, I just took it down anyway. Down so. anyway, so you wouldn't have any future problems, right? But yeah. um, as far as the squatters' rights, with somebody moving into somebody's house just because it's empty, um, I know that's not breaking and entering. But still, it should private be. property. It should be. I don't see why there's no law that says you can't just do that. I mean, I know if I did it, I'd be in jail. And if you did it, you'd probably be in jail. I don't so, know. Maybe uh, in Florida you wouldn't be. I don't know. Is, is there a different law up here in Connecticut? I don't know. But I'd sure like to find out. And yeah, I will. We'll have, we'll have to have somebody call in and mm-hmm. answer that question for us. You know, folks anyway, don't think of it too much because it's so absurd, and then you you uh, hear a news uh, program about it, and, of course, I've heard it in the past and put it out of my mind, but uh, there was a, a program yesterday on Fox News where the woman that was devastated, she lost her house. So. Well, we had, me and my brother had property up in Maine, way up, uh, Sherman Mills, mm-hmm. which is almost in the Canada um, we had 20 acres of land. We had a house trailer on there, put electricity on it, driveway, all that good stuff. And we didn't go up for a year or two, maybe. And when we went up there, there was somebody living in our trailer. You know? Really? Yeah. So, uh, so did you call the police? Uh, what happened after that? Well, because it was in my brother's name. My brother sold it to them for just what we owed for, like, back taxes, which... In Maine, it's probably, what, 50 bucks? <laughs> so, right. The taxes up there are so cheap, it's unbelievable. So they're living in the trailer, and that was a breaking the law, and then uh, he sold it, got rid of it anyway. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it was like a four, four-and-a-half-hour drive, five-hour mm-hmm. drive up there, because, I mean, that's way, that's well, way it's like a couple hours out of Bangor. Sometimes you know? crime pays, I guess. I right, know. right. All right, Stu, listen, I'll let all the callers call you, and I'll see you June 13th. Okay, Chevy man. God willing. Hey, say some prayers for my 97-year-old mother. She took ill. Um, Mm -hmm. She was in L&M, and now she's in, um, um, uh, where is it, uh, Brookside? Brookside. Somewhere in Atlantic, I guess it is, Mm -hmm. East Line. Yeah, both of her legs are swollen like balloons. Oh, um, boy. She's got an infection, but... Yeah. All right. Well, all the listeners, I hope you guys say some prayers for my mother. Listen, I, uh, you know, it's, it's rough duty, and uh, you know, never give up. Hopefully, that no. swelling will go down. I'm going to see her right now. So, uh, all right, you're a good you son. Care. You take care, Stu. You too. It's tough. It's tough stuff. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. How you doing today? All right, sir. How's it going for you? Was on the news in Chinatown in New York City. There was an illegal police station by the Chinese government keeping tabs on all their people in Chinatown. Oh, yeah, I guess uh, they've, they've known about this for a while, but it's now coming out. Yep. You know, how can this possibly be? Uh, have we already l- lost the war? 
they're already infiltrated. <laughs> according to uh, according to uh, number two, Larry, I always call tall, I'm always negative. Well, geez, this is not good. They're they're running a, an illegal police station in, in Chinatown, keeping track on all their people, trying to convert them into being good little spies or something. Well, they're also looking for dissenters, and uh, it's you're right. I don't get it. I don't get it either. It t- it says to me they're infiltrated. They've already got half the war done. Well, we sell all the land. At least maybe we're stopping that now because somebody actually had some common sense and said, wait a minute, maybe we shouldn't sell all our land to the folks in China. (laughs) And if they shut off our prescriptions tomorrow, half of us would kick the bucket, right? I don't know how many uh, prescriptions that they are involved in, but they shouldn't be involved in any. No. They used to manufacture that stuff in Groton, Connecticut. <laughs> terrible, terrible situation. But as as number two, Larry says, hey, that guy's always negative, negative. Well, I'm just pointing out the, the situation here. You're just pointing out that you have common sense. <laughs> Jeez, you know what? That sounds good. Say that again. <laughs> you have common sense. I mean, to me, but maybe people don't Not think. To others. Maybe people don't think we have common sense. But no, these hey. things are ridiculous. So have a good day. You too. Thank you. Let me take this call before the break. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Oh, I get to be taken before the break. Good morning, you, Stu. Yes, you're before the break, before halftime. I am the break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice to hear Chevy, man. I hope he remembers to bring that spare <laughs> set of keys on June 13th. Yeah, take it for a ride again this I'm year. I'm going to take it for a spin. You mm-hmm. know that. <laughs> so all this uh, wonderful... Happy horse, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> is is the subject of conversation. It's happening because for years and years and years we've been putting up with this ridiculous stuff, whether you're talking about the squatters' rights mm-hmm. uh, conversation mm-hmm. uh, or the Chinese police stations, like you said, we've known about this for years. China came out with a statement, I think it was yesterday, saying, oh, the U.S. claims we have... Uh, uh, Police stations in the United States, that's just baseless. There's no foundation for that claim. What about all the other countries that are finding Chinese police stations in their countries? Are they are they full of baloney, too? But on the subject of these squatters' rights things, and without going and researching and looking it up, I remember hearing about squatters' rights in school. And if memory serves, and somebody out there can, you know, may be able to correct me, I'm sure they will, and that's good. Um, squatters' rights used to be a thing back in the days of the Wild West, and when we had homesteading and stuff like that, and, and the country was wide open, and I believe it had to do with people who would stake a claim or they would set up housekeeping and build a cabin or whatever on a on a piece of land that was uh, apparently vacant, and they'd live there for years and years and years, and then the the legal owner of the land would say, oh, "I'm going to kick you up." Kind of like, kind of like the gentleman whose neighbor said he had to take the garage down after 15 years. So I think that's where the the concept of squatters' rights came from. But we don't live in the wild, wild west. Well, wait a minute. Maybe we do live in the wild, wild west. To a degree, west. I, I mean, you know, it. you know as well Maybe as I do, Kevin. There's laws hand. on the books that <laughs> never should be there. You know that. There's laws on yeah. the books that. But antiquated. the other thing is, as far as I know, it's constitutional <clears throat> that we in this country 
are allowed to own property, uh, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Um, and if you can own, and you made the point earlier, if they have to pay the electric bill, then doesn't that prove that they own it? You know, if you own property, yeah, you know, but again, we've gone for years and years without judges being accountable. That's been one of my big beefs, as you know. Uh, you know, who do these judges have to answer to? Oh, their buddy, who's the chief judge that they go out drinking with? <laughs> no, it's no. It's pretty hard to fire Court. a judge. Very difficult. Yeah, courts and judges have got to be accountable to the people just like the rest of government. So mm. we've been putting up with this stuff so long, and uh, a lot of us have been wondering for years, when are we going to wake up and smell the coffee? Maybe it's taking stuff like this and people moving into vacant houses that are for sale uh, before we we finally get the message that this, these shenanigans have to stop. Well, there was a segment last night, and I, I couldn't even bear to watch it, this poor woman outside her own home, taken over by somebody else, and they're not arresting the people in her house. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I heard, um, I don't know whether this was around here somewhere, and I think it was a a police officer who told me one time, if there's a dispute where you want somebody out of your house, the first question the cops ask when they respond to the call is, they ask the person that you want to get out of your house, they say, where's your toothbrush? And if their toothbrush isn't in that house, then they have to leave. But if their toothbrush is there, then the police figure that's where they live. Now, I don't know if that's true. Well, I don't know, I don't know about that one, but... Uh it's important to brush your teeth. However, <laughs> let me just say Even this. <laughs> let me say this, that if you have a friend and the friend says, gee, can I stay in your home for a couple of months because then I can get on my feet, and then they don't want to leave, it's very difficult to get rid of them. Right. I know that right. one. And, and with the property thing, too, the, the garage or a road, you know, a right-of-way, um, if, if you've established, you have an agreement with the neighbor, oh, yeah, you can use that trail, that driveway or whatever to get to the back of your land, and that goes on for years and years and years. You're establishing a precedent, usually in the eyes of the court, um, where you... So it's kind of the same thing, like with the garage that he was to the carport. You know, this is interesting um, stuff, Kev. I don't know, you know. We'll solve all these problems by the end of the week. Well, we should. Just let's make you and me the judge, right? I'll be the judge, you be the jury. As long as they can't fire us. That would be constitutional, wouldn't it? Thank you, sir. See ya. All right, we'll get to some more calls, 889-5252, and... Just a little bit after the break. Family is everything. This is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam and Willimantic is here for your entire family, every generation, from pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between. Wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses at our health centers or via telehealth with generations, you have found a health care home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today, 860 885 
1308 to make a medical appointment. That's 860-885-1308. New patients of all ages are welcome. Generations Family Health Center, where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center, Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson with a message about community banking. If you're a business owner, have you considered banking locally? By doing so, you'll get the benefits of working with lenders who understand your market because they live and work in the same community you do. And because of this, decision-making can be done quickly and efficiently, making it easier for your business to get to work. By working together, communities can thrive. We're glad to do our part. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Help DEA keep our communities safe and healthy by participating in National Prescription Drug Takeback Day, April 22nd. Find a collection site near you at DEATakeback.com. So if there's an attorney listening and like to talk about squatters' rights and uh, some of these subjects are on the air, welcome. Hi, Stu. You know, I'll be quick. Um, when, when we had to come back here, we had my in-laws moved down to into our into our house and we came up here and we lived in their house and until our house got sold and then we bought a house here that's okay well, they were decent people and honorable people and you didn't have a problem no no but uh I, i'm telling you you have to be careful but that's a good way to do it all right thank you okay hello welcome to the program you're not squatting on Kuprak Road, I hope. Yeah, I just came in here and started working for 50 years. <laughs> oh, that's all? <laughs> My God, I can't even believe that. Yes. Yes, sir. Well, you know, the laws in Connecticut are uh, very regimented, if you will. If there's an empty home and what some people call squatters move in, it's, it's known to be a civil action that has to take place. And the owner of the property, believe it or not, has to go through the eviction process, which has three steps to the eviction process to get the people out. Whether you have an apartment... Even, you if, you didn't give, even if you didn't give somebody <laughs> permission. That's correct. That's, That's correct. crazy. Isn't that crazy? I don't know. Well... <laughs> There's a lot of laws that are crazy, but I know that's the law. I, I, I have firsthand knowledge of this. So they need to change? Well, I guess there needs to be proof. You know, uh, one side says, you let me stay here. The other side says, no, I did not let you stay here. The cops are not going to go. The police are not going to get involved. They're going to say, this is a civil matter. Unless someone, uh, if they... If they damaged a home and breaking in, then I guess it would be breaking and entering, then that would be a criminal matter. Even in your home, if, if, if you and Carol invite someone who's down and out and you say, look, you can stay with us, you know, for a month. We have an extra bedroom. No, no, I and mentioned after, that. Yes, I know that. And after, so after a month, if they don't leave, mm -hmm. um, you have to start eviction proceeding in Connecticut. Right. I don't know what it's like in Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know about that one, yeah. So uh, that's basically the facts. 
Uh, you can't just go in there and throw their stuff out of the home. So what if you have? Uh, what if you go on a month vacation? You have all your furniture, everything in there. You get back after a month and find some people living there, and they said, "Hey, it's my house now." Well, the police could determine that that's breaking and entering. Squatters hmm. would be classified if it was a, say there's an, an empty home, and there's a place in Lisbon called Strawberry Fields. You may be familiar with that. Mm-hmm. And when they put that community in, there was an older home on the property. While they were clearing the land for the new homes and building the new homes, some, you want to call them squatters, moved into the old farmhouse. And the owners that bought the, uh, the land had to evict them. I know that for a fact. I was involved in it. So that's the skinny on it. Well, that's it's, it's so interesting. I'm learning. I mean, it's not easy to evict people, actually. So, uh, it, you know, it's not as bad as what people say. Some people say it takes six months or eight months, and it's not true. It doesn't. Okay, because I've known some landlords that had a lot of problems, but uh, maybe not in every case. Mm-hmm. There's three steps to an eviction process. First one is called a notice to quit, which is served on on the people. If they don't move out by that date, there's then a court document that the landlord or the property owner gets at the court. It's called a summary process. That's the second one. If the people living there file an appearance with the court, they get scheduled for a before a hearing officer to tell their side of the case, and the landlord tells his side of the case, or what have you. And the hearing officer the housing officer makes the determination, all right, you have to be out by this date. They don't get out by that date. There's then the actual eviction papers that a marshal serves, and uh, the marshal brings movers, personal belongings are removed, and they're brought to the designated area of the particular town, and the occupants of the owners of the personal property have 15 days to go to the town to reclaim their property and to pay whatever charges the town levies upon them for storage. Hey, this is so interesting. I wish I had more time, but I'm, I'm taking it all in. It's, it's, um, some of these things are fascinating. But I thank you, sir. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. I have a theory. I don't ever want to be a landlord, for one thing. You're on the air. Welcome. So, a deed isn't enough. You, if you have a deed, it's not, a, it's not enough to prove you own the property. I thought that's what deeds were for. Yes, indeed. That's what I thought. <laughs> I am so confused now, but uh, I just so, don't get some yeah. of these laws. That's all. So, I think whoever has the deed owns the property and the other person has to have a lease or else he's out if he doesn't have a lease he should be that person or people should be out that's why we have deeds and all that paperwork right that's what i thought so you know what's what's the deal here i mean this is stupid the whole thing is stupid 
you know. Well, there are some um, laws on the books in some uh, states they haven't taken off where you're not supposed to dance in the streets. No, I think I don't think there it's the law. I think there's a non-law needs a law. Something needs a law. I think uh, something's missing. Um. <laughs> I think something's missing for sure in the noggin. I think something's but, uh, missing. If you have a deed, it's your property. Get at, The people mm-hmm. should get out unless they have a lease. Well, I'm getting a little short of time, but I don't want to cut you short, but maybe I'll talk to you next hour. All right, maybe. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Grow your savings this spring at Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair. Scott's miracle Grow 2 Cubic Potting Mix is only $11.99 after instant rebate. Stop the destructive cycle of grubs with Scott's GrubX. Cover 5,000 square feet for only $25.99 after instant rebate. Don't just stop at insect control. Pick up Scott's four-step program at Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair and give your lawn the nutrients it needs to thrive all season long. Save up to $75 off instantly depending on your four-step needs. Have you seen their selection of live plants? From hanging baskets to vegetables and herbs, Johnson's Hardware will have what you're looking for. Starting at $2.99, you can fill all your flower beds with beautiful color. Did you know Johnson's repairs window and door screens? Bring your old torn screens in today and enjoy the fresh spring air in your home without the bugs. Visit Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair at 44 Hill Road in Groton or visit them online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll end there. Southeastern Connecticut, are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take a ride to Falvey's Motors, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Jeep Celebration Event and Ram Truck Month. The month of April will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck while trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, second or third row, Renegade or Compass? We're confident we can help help you find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. We continue to have ground stock inventory arriving daily. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich right down the street from Mohegan Sun or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. See if we can get this call in before the news. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi, um, I, I was just listening to uh, Bethany Mandel. Um, she's reporting how the reading scores in the U.S. have hit record lows, and she says that they're not teaching reading by phonics anymore, and that's causing part of the problem. She, there's a book that she's one of the authors of called Stolen Youth, and, you know, I'm listening to her, and she really makes a lot of sense um, that we really need, and, and I, I mean, you know and I know that the scores in reading and in math have gone down, yet this, you know, they're focusing on all of this um, leftist information, you know, like, I am, I am um, gay, and I have a gay partner, and I'm a trans, and uh, instead of working on reading and math, um, if, you, if you can't read, um, it's going to affect you for the rest well, of the absolutely. life. Absolutely. The number one thing, and I've known this for years, you have to be a good reader or you're not going anywhere. Precisely. So um, if they are going away from phonics, which I don't know personally, um, they need to get back to it. That's, that's the way to learn how to read is be able to sound out words. Um, she said what they do is they'll have a 
a picture book with a cat in it. And so when I see the word cat, they'll be like, what can you glean from that picture? Oh, there's a cat. And that's how they learn to read rather than learning to mm-hmm. sound out cat is cat. You know, that's how you, that's how you learn to read. Um, that's how my grandchildren have learned to read is through sounding out um, words. You know, from their parents and hopefully in their school too. Well, I've, got, I will find I've out. got the word that I have to and break for news and. Yep. Talk really to you later. Fun. Thanks. Reading. People say, how do you get into radio? First of all, I have to be a good reader, all right? Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, FM W233DB. We're just getting warmed up here. See you in a bit. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. All Southwest Airlines flights grounded by the FAA due to what is termed equipment issues. Southwest says it has suffered intermittent technology issues. So once again, all Southwest Airlines flights grounded for the time being. The chair of the House panel looking into the origins of COVID-19 wants to know what China has to hide. Ohio Republican Brad Wenstrup says his panel's investigation is made all the more challenging by Beijing's refusal to cooperate. While the specific origin of COVID-19 may not be 100% clear, there's mounting evidence suggesting a research or lab-related incident. What is clear, though, is that China does not want the globe to know the origins. They dodge and duck every legitimate attempt to investigate this question. The House Select Subcommittee on the Pandemic holding its second hearing today. The young woman was driven to the wrong address. Turned out to be a deadly mistake. Authorities in Washington County, New York, near the border with Vermont, say a woman was shot dead after the car she was riding in mistakenly went to the wrong address and was met with gunfire in the driveway. It happened in the town of Hebron. Kaylin Gillis, who was 20, was traveling with three other people Saturday night when the group made a wrong turn onto the property. The sheriff says the driver was attempting to turn the car around when the homeowner came out onto his porch and fired two shots. One round hit Gillis. The homeowner, Kevin Monahan, refused to come out for about an hour before surrendering. He faces a second-degree murder charge. I'm Norman Hall. And in Kansas City, Missouri, an 84-year-old man faces felony charges for allegedly shooting and wounding a black teen who mistakenly showed up on his doorstep to pick up two siblings. Watching Wall Street, the Dow down 121 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401 Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Beijing has issued an angry response to a statement from the G7, which criticizes China's increasingly assertive 
territorial claims. The G7 foreign ministers underlined their strong sense of unity on a host of issues, including their concerns about China. The group called on Beijing to act as a responsible member of the international community, citing concerns over its behavior towards Taiwan and its militarization activities in the South China Sea. In response, the Chinese foreign ministry said the G7 had maliciously slandered and smeared it, while also interfering in China's internal affairs. Beijing claims the self-ruled island of Taiwan as its own and has also staked out most of the South China Sea as falling within its territory. The BBC's Celia Hatton. Syria's chief diplomat is on a three-day official visit to Tunisia meant to restore diplomatic ties that were severed back in 2012. News and analysis, townhall.com. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says it's good to be back at work after a five-week absence, after suffering a fall in early March. McConnell joked that the same hard head that kept his concussion from being worse has served him well at times in the Senate. He also said he's ready to tackle what he called the important business that lies ahead, including securing the U.S.-Mexico border and investing in what he called America's strength and security. At a time of skyrocketing inflation and unprecedented spending, McConnell is calling on President Biden to compromise on a debt limit increase with House Republicans. Bob Agner reporting. Recapping the hour's lead story, the grounding by the FAA of all Southwest Airline flights due to what is termed equipment issues. Southwest says it has suffered intermittent technology issues and is working to correct the problem. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. All opinions are welcome here, 860-889-5252. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi, um, welcome. I, just, um, I won those Manny Patinkin tickets a while ago, and I, I still haven't gotten them in the mail. I don't know if they're going to just, like, come the week before or... But, um, I never, I never got them yet. I'm, sh- I'm sorry, my, uh, my monitor went off. What, uh, what didn't come oh, in the mail? Uh, Mandy Patinkin tickets that I had won. I still haven't gotten them yet, and I thought the show was uh, the t- something in the twenties. I think the show has already been. You didn't get the tickets yet, huh? No, I didn't get them. I don't think it's due yet. No, I don't. Okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, oh boy, I'll tell you. Uh, let me give you a number to call, all right? Uh, yeah, I'm being naughty. I'm driving in the car. Oh, so you're driving I'll, in the car. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll, um, I'll call you back um, maybe in between a break so I don't I okay. on the radio. <laughs> That'll be fine. Okay, Stu. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Hey, Kev. So you had a news story at the top of the hour that all... Uh, Town Hall is reporting all Southwest Airlines flights have been grounded for the time being due to an equipment issue. You yeah, were, we have a lot of uh, in your headphones, or were you were you up in the ponder corner? No, I actually went upstairs, but uh, no, I did hear part of that, and uh, yeah. it seems to be a trend, huh? So, guess what airline I'm flying on on Friday? The one that isn't flying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, the good news, and this is why I wanted to make sure to call, uh, it's already been uh, 
stopped. The problem has been resolved. Oh, good, good. And the Southwest is back to normal operations. So they are. But they yeah, probably don't know. Panicked. I was. I'm not. You know, I haven't been working out, so to flap my arms all the way from here to Nashville would be kind of rough. Well, you're a strong man. You could. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to take a shower before I leave. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so if anybody panicked like me when they heard that news story, uh, it's been resolved. I don't know whether maybe somebody left a swizzle stick in their drink or something. I don't know. But well, it's nice that they check all these things. No, it, it, it is good if there's a safety mm-hmm. issue. We want the FAA to be on top of it. But, phew, back to packing the suitcase. <laughs> okay, leave the suitcase packed. and. Uh... <laughs> I was going to have you drive me to Tennessee. Actually, I got that story faked because I didn't want you to leave. <laughs> You're a bad boy. Yeah. We'll see you later. All right, Kev, thanks. Thanks. Southwest, they have wonderful, wonderful peanuts. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Joe. Yes, sir. I got another thing for you about about uh, houses. I, you, you must have seen this commercial on uh, TV, uh, this title search. This guy, uh, they, they claim, he claims his name is Cox. And they put him on TV, this commercial uh, title search, and they uh, Cox, and he claims they, uh, he claims he stole over a hundred houses. Now, why would a company uh, put this guy on TV, which they claim he stole over a hundred houses, in an attempt to buy buy for you to buy something from their company? Um, to, pet, to protect you from this happening to you, which is a complete lie. Was, when you have to talk to the business bureau, would you talk to them about this and how they get away with this on, on TV? I'm going to uh, actually have uh, somebody from the Better Business Bureau tomorrow at 1, so, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen this commercial? No, I have not. On TV? I have not seen it, no. Huh? I haven't seen it, no. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. I haven't seen that commercial. Oh. It's on every day on every single channel, and mm-hmm. uh, that, that's the name of the company, Title Search. And this guy Cox, who shows his picture right on TV. I don't know if it's the real guy or not, but uh, he's bragging about how he stole a hundred houses, and it's so easy. And it's a one-page document that uh, you just go into City Hall and get it, and uh, and uh, you don't even know that your house has been taken from you. And uh, next thing you know, there's four mortgages on your property. You should hear this stuff that that, that is on this commercial. Yikes. <laughs> I don't know, Larry, what to tell you, but... Um, well, I don't know how they get away with this. And what? And you think that I would buy somebody's product when they put a guy on TV who claims that he stole all, over 100 properties, and now he's doing a commercial on TV to try to get you to buy something so he doesn't steal 100 more houses? Are they nuts? I don't think he should be locked up. He shouldn't be making commercials. Yeah. Well, listen, maybe, maybe, I hope somebody calls and tells you that they saw this commercial on TV also. I hope I'm, the, I'm not the only one. That no, I'm sure you're not the only one. Yeah. But if you remember tomorrow, if I don't get a chance to get in, maybe you can ask them how they get away with these lies on, on uh, TV. It's a good about, question. About I'll, these, I'll, stuff. I'll bring that up with uh, Kristen from Better Business Bureau. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, doesn't some some of these things have you shaking your head? Ooh. It's 
So now I know what's in my head, huh? Morning, everybody. A pretty good start out there. Sunny skies, then becoming partly to mostly cloudy. Slight chance for an isolated afternoon shower. Breezy today. Less humid, though. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 50s. Tonight, becoming partly cloudy. Cool, 38. Woo! Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny. Breezy. Highs near 60. Thursday, clouds early. Perhaps an isolated shower, then becoming mostly sunny. Highs near 70. 64 at the shoreline. And then Friday, partly to mostly sunny. High 75 shoreline. 84 degrees inland. The weekend at this point, Saturday, a mixture of sun and clouds, breezy highs in the mid-70s, 70 at the shoreline. And then Sunday, mostly cloudy, rain likely, chance for an afternoon thunderstorm, breezy with highs in the mid-60s. In the early warning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. Currently, it is up to 56 degrees. Give us a call. You would be next... Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley & Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. The sun is getting higher in the sky, and our lawns and gardens are coming back to life. It's time to get outside and help get things back in shape. Part of that is getting to the local garden center, hardware store, or nursery for the products and advice needed to help make things green again. Let Smith Acres help you create the garden of your dreams. Come to beautiful downtown Nyanic, and our veggie girls will give you great advice. Paired along with Farmer Joe's beautiful farm-grown annuals, perennials, herbs, and vegetables, it's a recipe for success. Come play in the dirt with us. Hides Home and Farm, 217 Entrepano Avenue in Norwich. Stop by for all your lawn and gardening needs. Bulk soil, seeds, fertilizer, mulches, bagged coast of Maine, and black gold. Grab your pansies, tulips, and cold crops now. Spring is here, and Burnett's Country Gardens is growing everything you need to make it blooming beautiful. We have southeastern Connecticut's largest selection of locally grown plant material. Shop fresh and beautiful on Route 85 in Salem. Your local businesses know what you need to turn April showers into May flowers. Shop local today. It's voting time in the 2023 Best of the Best Reader's Choice Awards contest. Brought to you by The Day. The nominations have been tallied, and the top five nomination getters in each category have advanced to the voting round. Cast your votes daily in each category now through April 30th. The more you vote, the greater the chance your favorites have to win. View full contest details and vote now at theday.com slash best of. Remember, voting closes April 30th. Thank you for uh, nominating me for that. Let's uh, go back to our lines. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. What you got, Susan? Well, um, did you hear about the um, Chinese uh, Communist Party having their own police force working out of um, Chinatown in New York? We were talking about that a little la- last hour. Yeah. Um, and they're, so they're saying that I would believe probably every Chinatown has them now. No, I don't think so. Well, you never know. Um, but... Um, the thing is, well, they're actually what I heard. They're all over the world. But what can you do? Um, okay, so we buy... I, I am against the electric vehicle garbage. Because you know why? Last week, I think it was on the weekend, or it was last week, there was... It's funny, because it's a liberal newspaper. USA Today is liberal, right? But they actually did an article 
about, um, for instance, wind turbine company going under because they were selling wind turbines that didn't work. And boy, that reminds me of Solyndra, under, um, which was supposed to be uh, solar panels under Obama, gave them all the money, and then they bellied up two years later and disappeared. Well, I believe that's what's going to happen. Now, if you made everything in America run on electric, and there is technology out there, an EMF bomb, which they let off in the atmosphere, that kills everything electrical. And the Chinese, I don't know, maybe Russia's got one, but I know the Chinese have them. We would be back in, oh, maybe the 1600s, whenever, not, whenever there was no electricity around. We would be thrown back into that age. And I believe that is what is going on. And did you also know one other thing? And this is a fact, because I've got books. Okay, give me a fact. I need a fact. CO2, not carbon monoxide that kills somebody in a house where it would, when there's some kind of a whatever from a burner going on, and, and you can get it, and then you die. Carbon dioxide, CO2, is needed by every living thing on this planet to live. Mm -hmm. And they want to get rid of it. Car and I, I thought it was Wheaties it. that kept us going, yeah. No, okay. I got books in the 80s, and I got books in the 90s. I know that. Yeah, I gotta I go, Susan. Homeschool within science. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Thank you. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. I'm on the second round. What's second up? Quarter. What do you got, Joe? Uh, what hey, you got? Stu. What you got? Hey, well, what I got, uh, you know, yesterday and then you always got those great comebacks. I wouldn't buy either, Joe. Hey, you either want to buy one or you don't want to buy EV. I don't know why she's so hung up. She's a farmer's girl. She could stay on a tractor and burn diesel all day long, but. Why, you know, you got a choice. No one's forcing you to buy an EV, so I don't get that part. Well, and, some, um, sometime uh, they're trying to, in the near future, uh, they want everybody to have an electric car. They do, Stu. I know mm -hmm. that. I'm, but I'm I'll, I'll have some good pair of sneakers. Uh, I'll walk you know, a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. 2030, by 2030, be 75% of the United States will have EVs. First of all, the infrastructure is not set up for it yet. I believe that. And second of all, I agree with you, Stu. Hey, we're, you're still burning fossil fuel or nuclear power somehow generate electricity. I was a diesel engine man. I worked machinist. I on submarines. I know nuclear power. I'm not Marvin. But listen, I understand it all. But we, you have to create energy to make Electric. All right, I'm running out of energy. I'll talk to you later, uh, Joe. Thanks. Listener Appreciation Day, June 13th at Dairy Queen in Taftville. This will be our fifth or sixth year you're doing it. You know, everybody's invited. You just go have a free ice cream, meet some of the listeners, and just check it all out. It's just a special time. June 13th, 11 to 1 at Dairy Queen in Taftville. I could go for a Dairy Queen right now, actually. Hey, it's tax season. You got to get your taxes by the 18th of April. 
Hmm? 23% of Americans think it would be easier to go without a car for a week than file their taxes. 18% of Americans think it would be easier to memorize all the U.S. presidents in order than file their taxes. You think so? That's a tough one, all the presidents. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say something. Um, Sue was just talking about electric cars, and I heard you talking about them yesterday. Um, I was listening to a discussion about them the other day, and you know the biggest thing that bothers me is, the biggest thing it, it probably won't make them a reasonable choice for people. The biggest thing is that all the different types of electric cars have electric, have different types of plug-ins. So when you go to plug one in on, you know, on your trip around wherever you're going and you're looking for a station to plug it in, you're going to have to look harder because um, each station is going to take a different um, um going to be one of, one of those kinds of plugs, so you have to find the right station to plug it into. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're, they'll iron some things out and some things uh, will not work, and uh, I'm not really but concerned about it. Well, Because I'm, I'm not getting con- one. Pardon? <laughs> I'm not too concerned about it because I'm not getting one. Oh, that's, well, yeah, I, w- I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. Because you've got electric cars, but you've got to get them from coal, um, coal plants uh, that make electric, the coal that makes electricity. So um, there's still going to be pollution in the air. You know, well, the I less mean, pollution in the air, the better. Anytime we can clean it up a little more, of course, we're all better off. And, and Sue's right also, too, because... We breathe in oxygen, but uh, we breathe out carbon dioxide. Uh, that's what I learned in school, and the, and the plants uh, absorb the carbon dioxide and, and release oxygen from that carbon dioxide so we can breathe. So um, there's a difference between carbon, mono- uh, carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide that comes out of uh, uh, mo- um your, you know, happen to release the gas in your in your house that causes death and everything. They don't mention that. They don't talk about that. They talk about carbon dioxide for everything. But carbon dioxide is important to the air for us to breathe. Well, so I know one, I know one thing that many people don't breathe correctly, which will help us really be healthier. I well, should do a whole show on that as well. I don't uh, I don't understand what you're saying, but I do know that no matter how we breathe, we have to... No, of course, know, of course. But breathe in oxygen. Okay. And, you know, breathe in, and we release the carbon dioxide when we breathe out. I, so, and then the plants absorb the carbon dioxide. So when they're, t- when they're talking about carbon dioxide, they're talking about, because all animals need carbon uh, oxygen to breathe. And we get the oxygen from carbon dioxide. So all right, you should. I, uh, you're more that's scholarly. What I remember from school. You're more scholarly than me on that. Thank you for calling. I appreciate <laughs> it. All right. Bye bye. So when you breathe, does your tummy go out or does your tummy go in? Tummy. That's an odd word, isn't it? Is it a stomach or a tummy? 
should go out. Breathe out and your stomach goes out. And let it go and your stomach goes in. Or your belly. Stomach has a lot of different words. Belly, tummy, stomach, tummy. Hmm. Be thinking about that all day now. So pretty soon when everybody has electric cars, they'll be changing the name of the avenues and they'll be called uh, Electric Avenue. Oh, no, Electric Avenue. Uh, welcome to the program. Stu Breyer, welcome back. Sports detective here. Hey, there you are. What's up, buddy? Well, you always called earlier looking for some scores. Yeah, the 76ers, how'd they do? They won 96 to 84. Mm hmm. And out west, the Sacramento Kings defeated Golden State 114 to 106. In the series, the 76ers lead 2 to nothing, as do the Kings. And you know who played for the Sacramento Kings? Harold Presley, formerly of St. Bernard. Oh, there you go. That's great. And Dylan over. Been listening, but just haven't called, uh, letting your regulars get back on. They missed you big time during that three-week period, but... Uh, it's good to have you back, my friend. Hey, it's good to hear you. So the Bru- the Bruins are one and zero, right? And the Celtics are. I believe. Uh, you know what? Let me just see if I can change. I think they are, but. Let me, well, I can. I, you know, I've got that score, and I can change uh, all to the different leagues. Seventy six is uh, ninety six of the Nets. Oh, are you looking for hockey? Well, I know I, the, the Bruins have won their first game. I don't think there were two games yet. Okay. And the Celtics. Uh, NFL and NHL. Here we go. Let's see. Got to get yesterday. And we've got the Hurricanes beat the Islanders 2-1. to one. Bruins beat the Panthers 3-1. to one. In overtime, Dallas beat Minnesota. Correction. Minnesota beat Dallas 3-2. to two. And out west, the Kings beat Edmonton 4-3. to three. All right. Well, it's playoff time. You know, they go a long time, but they're a lot of fun. Those last two games were overtime. Yeah. So, so your update on your scores, and uh, welcome back. You sound good. Thank you. It's very good to hear from you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Huh. I was a big Boston Celtic fan growing up in Boston. Kruse, Luskatov, Sharman. All of them are in my head. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. I'd like to uh, add my two cents uh, from a book called Planet Earth. Oh, okay. It's a nonfiction by a man named Jonathan Weiner. Copyright 1986. Okay. And he's talking about uh, carbon dioxide and oxygen, those kind of things, if I may. Yes. One atom of carbon joined with two atoms of oxygen make one molecule of carbon dioxide. For living things, as Earth scientist Roger Revelle has observed, this stable and invisible gas is possibly the most important substance on the planet. When the gas is inhaled by plants and broken apart, the carbon atom becomes a principal building block in virtually all the molecules that make up living creatures. 
so close is the association between carbon and life that by tradition any molecule containing carbon is termed organic. And from each broken carbon dioxide molecule, plants discard the two atoms of oxygen and release them into the atmosphere. Animals in turn inhale the oxygen, use it in a kind of internal combustion to power their metabolic engines. They exhale carbon dioxide, which plants promptly reuse. It is a global symbiosis. More carbon and oxygen are cycled and recycled by inanimate land, sea, and air. The global paths and wanderings of carbon are complex and vital, but the details of the carbon cycle are still poorly understood. And I wish they would clean up the sky and not use the Environmental Protection Agency for just for jobs, and so we couldn't have chemtrails. And I did not like the how the earth heated up for approximately a couple of days last week, Easter week, to 90 degrees, and now it is back down again. So if you take a good look at that and remember that, Mr. Breyer, uh, for your education, the earth heated up temporarily and then cooled down, so that's a little weather manipulation for you. Uh, why they do this is, uh, I think, on the political side to uh, show that they can. I thank you and have a good day. Take care now. Uh, you too. Thank you. A lot of people now believe that we have weather manipulation. I am one that still needs to be convinced a little more on that, but uh, a lot of people think that's being manipulated. I just don't understand when we have uh, droughts, why they go so long and why can't we manipulate it to get rid of the droughts. However, all we need is the air that we breathe. You know, it's interesting. I was, uh, I was by a pond the other day in a park, and there were turtles that were sitting on the rocks, and then they would go into the water. And I thought, isn't it amazing that they can live on land and they can live in the water you don't think about that too much dolphins as well I guess you know they can be under under and then boom they're on top they must have a very interesting mechanism I don't know why I hadn't thought too much about it before but there are animals and mammals that can live in the water and out of the water not the fish I don't know any fish I guess jellyfish can so if they're on the beach, don't step on them because they're alive and well. <laughs> you can see I do a lot of things in my ponder corner. If you'd like to add to some of the uh, things I'm pondering, you're welcome to do so. But all we need is the air that we breathe. You know where it is. It's outside the window. We'll be right back, 89-5252. Which are not recognized early, postponing the help they need. In the U.S., 17% of children have a developmental or behavioral disability, such as autism, an intellectual delay, or ADHD. In addition, many children have delays in language or other areas, which can cause them to struggle at school. Yet, less than half of these children are identified as having a problem before starting school. Talk to your health care provider about any concerns you might have about your child. Brought to you by Generations Family Health Center's Children and Youth with Special Health Care Needs Program. 
big on the number one selling farm tractor in the world at Dubay's Tractor Center, just off of Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border in Danielson. Come and see the Mahindra Model 1626 today. The Mahindra 1626 tractor is powered by the quiet and reliable Mitsubishi three-cylinder diesel engine and comes with the industry's first seven-year limited powertrain warranty. It's affordable with 0% financing available for 72 months through April 30th. Buy now and save an additional $1,000 with the power package. Three Mahindra implements with tractor. Choose from a loader, a backhoe, a grapple, a snowblower, rake, and more. Test drive the amazing Mahindra 626 today at Dubay's Tractor Center, 65 Dubay Drive in Danielson, your local Mahindra tractor and implement headquarters. Celebrating 47 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment. Check them out online at DubayTractor.com. It's pretty crisp out there today, 55 degrees, and the air is uh, pretty clean because we just washed the windows. You're on the air. Welcome. Stu, 32nd, full court press. That gentleman that called said he gave us the scores. Hey, we're up 2 nothing, man. That's badass. All right, go 76ers. We're rooting for Joey's team. How's your team doing? All right. Let's see. The Red Sox are under 500. The Yankees are doing pretty well. And uh, I wait a little while to get too dismayed or excited. So we're talking a little bit about, oh, taxes. You really want to talk about taxes? Well, you got to get that going. Hmm? They say there's only a four-minute wait now when you're calling the IRS. Pretty good. Pretty good. Remember the old days? You used to wait a very, very, very long time. Well, now it's only going to take you about four minutes or less. I wonder how much time we spend in a year waiting online for somebody to come on, listening to music. Maybe they should put different type of music on there. After a while, sometimes you fall asleep, and when somebody finally gets on the line, you're sleeping. I was calling a doctor's office a while ago, and I was on, and you think, well, did they forget about me? Are they going to come back, or should I just um, take the phone and go to bed? Did you ever go through that? used to be so easy. I'd like to speak to so-and-so. Okay, hold on, please. (laughs) What happened? Anyway, fresh air out there today. No cigarettes, no sleep, no lights, no sound. What do you need, buddy? Nothing to eat, no bugs to eat, making love with you. Here's the analysis. Sometimes 
Get you warmed up for our lunchtime oldie hour coming up from noon to one. We uh, mix them up a little different. You're on the air. Welcome. But you know, um, you said how you get stuck and you think they forgot you when you're on the phone. Mm-hmm. Well, I got forgotten at the doctor's office one time, and no lie, I'm in there. I got my physical examination. Doctor was all done with me. He says, "Okay, I'll be, I'll be right back." Literally, I'll be right back. And I can hear everybody chit-chattering, chit-chattering, because he was done with me, and he had to go, you know, do something and wait for something, whatever. And I, I thought, this is awful long. And I literally got up off the table, <laughs> and my little Johnny opened up the door and, like, peeked around the corner, and I go, um, hi. And they go, he, he sits, sees me in the hall, and he goes, Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot all about you. Oh, boy, that's happened to me, but uh, I don't think they but forgot. I had my examination, right? You did, mm-hmm. too? Oh, gosh, yeah, I've done it. I've looked out in the hallway, and oh. I said... Because I'm not one to wait. I'm a little impatient, and I thought, well, you know, you, you got to wait. And before you get your examination, you sit there, and you can hear everybody talking. And they don't give you as much time, and my doctor actually said, we can't talk to you as long as we used to. We're really just don't have time for that anymore. I'm like, okay. Except for uh, some doctors, like when I go to the lady doctor, she sits. And she really makes the time in between clients to talk. Which she and, should, um, yes. Well, yeah, I think so, too, because at this age, 61, I don't ever have a lot of questions, but some people do. Um, but, yeah, he completely, he, he, he apologized. And uh, he says, I'm so sorry. Do you, reali- you. do you realize if you didn't peek out there, you'd still be in there? No kidding. I mean, you know, and I'm always curious at that stuff, like you going, okay, like if I'm on hold, like for my hairdresser license, or if there was a controversy one year, I just put it on speakerphone and do my business. But I'll tell you what, with anything DMV, if you call these places early, you can call um, Eversource. During the day, I've gotten scammed before. During the day, you can't call them at, like, noon. They're not going to answer the phone. But if you get a hold of them at 7 a.m., 6 a.m., somebody live will answer the phone. That's how I know I got what a concept. Because, what yeah. a concept. Let me, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did they do it before when you would call anywhere and somebody would answer the phone? A person would actually answer the phone and not a tape and say, okay. You know, I don't remember. How come they can't do that anymore? Um, you can. You can still speak. And you know what I do? I'm so, I just keep hitting all the buttons, bang, 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 bang. And they'll go, that is not an incorrect choice. That is an incorrect choice. That is not the right key. But if you keep doing it, if the system gets mad at you and they finally go, hold on one moment and someone will be with you in a minute. And somebody live comes on. <laughs> but, you know, you know, they tell you to push zero to speak to an <clears> operator. <throat> well, if it doesn't <clears throat> get to that point and they still keep diverting you, I just pound the keys until... I've actually called a pharmacy, and I want to speak to the uh, somebody in the pharmacy area. Yeah. And they won't let me. And I keep getting this tape that says, well, what, what do you want? What's your prescription? And it's just almost impossible to get there. Sometimes I do if I'm very patient, but things but used to be so easy. You're right. It's not fair because people have got the time. I have time. I've got time to wait. But I can almost tell. And sometimes you actually get disconnected, too. You're like, eh. And I thought, okay. But that's funny. You said the same thing about the doctor. Yeah, he just disappeared, yeah. and I was all done. And I don't know what he was coming back for, why 
he was going to get the, the, the lady. I don't even know, but it was just weird. It, well, they're so a, busy. They really don't have a lot of time with you anymore. I know. It's, they really are, and, and you're not. You're just a number unless you've been to your doctor for years, but your age mm-hmm. and my age, my doctor, my gynecologist retired, my physician retired. I had to find somebody else, and I was more than happy with my new people. They were very sweet. And I told the people at the desk, I said, look, I've been going to this guy since I was 24 and I'm 61. I said, I'm very happy with this new person. Um, you know, and, and they were like happy to let me know that, that, that I was happy. So I said, well, just to let you know. Well, if you've had doctors for a long time, that's a, that's a benefit. You usually get a little special service. You do. Like, we shared the same birthday. Uh-huh. He was only four years younger than I was, so it was kind of weird. I used to see him at the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone goes, that kind of creepy see a gynecologist at the gym? I says, no, yeah, why not? They do other I things, to, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say what I'm going to say, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. we don't see each other that way. I see hey. his face at the gym. I'm like, how are you? We're on the treadmill next to each other. So, um, But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, the Manny Batinkin tickets, did you find out when they actually date of the show is I'm, I'm going to do it on my lunch break alright I'll let you go then and I'll, and I'll call you in between the noontime hour ok great Thank ok you. Sue thanks a lot bye bye appreciate your time thanks some of my doctors retired while they were giving me a physical it's like wow but they don't do this anymore because they take your temperature it's amazing it's like I don't even know how they do it but they used to stick it under your tongue <clears throat> And they would say, okay, well, I'm going to check your temperature. I'll be right back. And they never come back. And you're sitting there going, that used to really bug me. Sometimes I actually had to pull a thermometer out. I said, enough of this, enough of this. But uh, they're busy, busy, busy. Are there more people? Is that it? Do we have a shortage of doctors? I don't remember it being that way. But they can forget you. Because I'm, you know, with the smock and everything, I have gone out into the, looking around to my left and my right, see if anybody found a doctor. Shop Spring Black Friday savings at the Home Depot to get your kitchen clicking. With top brand appliances from Frigidaire, like a new refrigerator with sealed crisper drawers to keep your produce fresher longer. Or a dishwasher with its unique blade spray arm for better water coverage that reaches every corner. Plus, with convenient shopping in-store and online at the Home Depot, your innovative new appliances are just a click away, too. Save up to $500 on select Frigidaire kitchen appliances during Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Why should you have your blood pressure taken regularly? I'll be back in a minute with a few reasons. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. The main reason you should have your blood pressure taken regularly is that most people with high blood pressure have no symptoms. For these people, there is no other way to know if they have high blood pressure than to get blood pressure readings. 
Slight elevations in blood pressure can be treated with lifestyle and diet changes. But because high blood pressure can put a strain on the heart, arteries, and kidneys, a person with high blood pressure might be prescribed a medication to control it. The goal is to avoid a heart attack, a stroke, heart failure, or kidney damage. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. So odd to see your school teacher and your doctor out in public because you think, well, that's all they do is, but, you know, they... They do some regular things. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning. Um, yeah, I was just, I, I was driving by the uh, the old walk-in medical clinic that's across the street from the new one. You know, it used to be across the street from Papa Gino's, but now there's a medical clinic there. Mm-hmm. And it was under construction for a while, and I saw a UPS sign out front for months. So I figured, okay, maybe it's a UPS store coming in. And I, I forget the name of it, but it's going to be a marijuana dispensary. Oh. So, I looked online. There's two of them. One of them's going to be at the old family dollar. One of them's going to be right there at the UPS store. Now, um, what's that going to do for property values in Norwich? I don't think it's going to be any good. You're going to draw on the wrong crowd. Um, there was a well, uh, an article I read just before calling you. They were saying, oh, it's going to be in West Hartford. It's going to be here and there. I look at West Hartford. It's on the Hartford city line. So West Hartford's going to be drawing in people from Hartford. And it's not. It's not going to be in Blue Black Square. It's not going to be at West Farms Mall. You know what? What, what is the town thinking? Allowing the what, what? What remains the premier shopping area to be filled up with marijuana dispensaries? You know, you know we. I can't even drive anywhere in town for for very long with the windows down or with the uh, the air not uncirculate before I smell marijuana. I can't stay at a hotel in Connecticut without smelling marijuana. And and now we're going to have it right down West Main Street. What's that going to do to property values? I don't think that's going to be very good. Well, they must have the same ruling, though, in a hotel. They, they're non-smoking uh, hotels. It's non-smoking, but either they smoke outside or they just somehow smoke inside the um, hotel. But mm-hmm. it's yeah. constant. If you go to Bradley Airport, and you don't have to go to the Roach Motel. You go to, like, a mid-end hotel, like a Hampton Inn level, or a Hyatt, a Hyatt place, or a Hyatt house. Or you go to the Holiday Inn somewhere else in the state, as, as I have. You smell marijuana every time. It, it's every single time you're going to smell marijuana, especially at night, especially on weekends. And it wasn't like this five years ago. You know, one thing changed, and that's the police are not going to arrest them for breaking the law, which it's still against the law, no matter what the state of Connecticut says. Marijuana has no known uh, approved use for medical reasons or personal use, according to the United States government. It is illegal to, to, to it is an illegal substance still. Well, that's interesting because each state sort of has their own uh, laws yeah, their about own that. Enforcement or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And and what does that that raises yet another question? It's an obvious question. Um, if the states can nullify federal law on marijuana. What other federal laws can you nullify? Can you nullify gun laws in red states so that you have, uh, you know, anyone can buy whatever gun they want without registration, without a background check or anything? Or can they go ahead and nullify any abortion laws? Let's say there's a nationwide abortion law gets passed. Can they nullify that or any other law? There's no laws that, that matter anymore when you, when you start. This has been going on for 20-some-odd years where they started, they started with, med- with the, medical, the medical marijuana, which was... It still is not FDA approved. It is still considered by our by our government as not a valid um, treatment 
for yeah, anything. You know, a lot of things no. are state by state, whether it's got stricter gun laws or not. In well, it's state by state, but there's still the Controlled Substances Act, which is about 50 years old, mm-hmm. signed by Richard Nixon. Marijuana. Now, maybe he did it to stick it to the hippies. Whatever his, his <laughs> whatever he, you know, if if you think what he did was wrong, that's one thing. But the law is there. And now we have the entire nation, you know, they can't even do banking properly. I don't know if they fixed that one yet, but when you have these medical, these, these marijuana dispensaries, they can't even go to a traditional bank because it's illegal, so the, so the normal banks don't want to deal with them. So it, it is illegal, you know, no matter what Connecticut says. You know, once, you know that uh, it's illegal. once upon a time I thought it was illegal to come into this country illegally. Yeah, they're, they're encouraging that. Yeah. So, and um, the laws are like a glass of water. It's also illegal to uh, tell a man or a boy that he cannot play on the women's team. Joe Biden's going to take away your your uh, your Title IX funding. Uh, I play. think a lot of women should be upset with him for that one. But, well, uh, if you look up, you might see it because I know that you watch Tucker Carlson. He covers this. There's a, there's one woman named Riley Gaines who lost a national title to a male swimmer. Oh yeah, and she became an activist. Now, where's everybody else? I want to know if you go to, if, let's say you have, you're a parent at NFA, and you see a girl, or you, know, you see a boy playing with the girls, and the boy is claiming to be a girl, but we know that he's not a girl. He can never become a girl. Why are the parents not in the stands holding signs that say, stop playing on the girls' team? We do not support you. You don't, don't, you don't know, have maybe, to curse. Maybe some of them person. do. I don't know. Maybe some if of them do. If the boy wins or if the boy's in last place, either way, boo him. But no one's standing up for this. Well, I'm glad you called. These are good subjects, and thank you. All right. Take care. That swimming thing was a crime. You should have seen this guy who just, he was so big, and, of course, he decided to be a woman, and he won the uh, big swimming event. And Hi, you're on the air. Welcome. I do. I tend to um, uh, think like the uh, last gentleman about uh, the marijuana and in, in whatnot. So it's all about the money, and they're going to place these stations in areas where it's most popular. So that's that statement. And um, secondly, I wanted to say one other thing. Uh, if you can get a guest on uh, hypochondriacs. Hypochondriacs? Yeah, well, yeah, we, we talked about uh, phobias the other day, but I, a guest on hypochondriacs would be certainly a good guest because it's very common. Okay. Um, right. That's thank, it. Thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Stu. Hi there. Yes, I agree with the man that called a little bit before Marie. Um, I'm kind of against all of those things. I would never harass anybody uh, about their sexual preference or any of that stuff. But I don't want my neighbors blowing marijuana smoke in my house. I don't. I would. Well, they're not going to blow, blow smoke in your house. Just like if you don't want somebody to smoke cigarettes in your house, they won't do no. it. No, I won't do it. But so that's your prerogative. I, but this guy in that swimming—that was just not right. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's and uh, 
totally I just, wrong. I don't know where the women's movement is on this one. They should be screaming from the rooftops. Well, don't you? I would think a lot of this stuff that the parents would be up in arms. Well, some of the parents are. I've seen them. And what are they? They must be given up, people. I mean, these these women who work so hard with some oh, of these God. sporting events, and then they, they get a guy who's like six feet and got muscles oh, all over God. the place who feels like he's a, a girl, which is fine, but shouldn't be competing in those things. No, no. I am against a lot of things. As far as the state of Connecticut goes, approving marijuana, it is against the federal law, but it's the states that are... Yeah, well, a lot of things are like that in the states. Yeah, I mean... Some states are banned ban abortions, others is not a problem whatsoever. Right. I, You know how I feel. Abortion is somebody's personal. I, I don't want to know about it. Um, but I don't want a young girl to go in an alley somewhere. No, of course not. To get an abortion it's and die. It's very dangerous. Maybe never, very never be able thing. to have children. So, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I keep my ears and eyes open and my mouth shut about a lot of things. And being at my age, I've seen a lot, Stu. I've well, listen, I, I am totally against late-term abortions. And you can oh, ask yes. a Republican or a Democrat, and nobody will say that they're for it. I don't care who they are, whatever, but that almost full-term abortion, yeah, that's... my God. I would go over there and take the baby home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I know how bad it can be because uh, some people that I know were nurses in that environment, and they've had nervous breakdowns. But I know even the people that are uh, screaming pro-choice and demonstrating, when they're asked that question about late term, they can't answer it because oh they know that's that's over the top. Oh God! Can you? I can't imagine. My grandmother had fourteen kids; she had them all at home. <sighs> wow! I could never imagine. My mom, my grandma, my aunts. You know what I mean? Oh I, my God! I can't imagine your grandfather when she said, "I'm expecting again." <laughs> my God! But I, gotta, but, I mean it. it, it it was hard times back then. But, you know, I was born at home. My dad helped deliver me, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, but it, I go back and, um, uh, my, my brother, my sister-in-law lost her baby shortly after it was born. And it was a, it's sad a very sad time. time. Yeah, very sad. They had one child. She <clears> never <throat> could, uh, carry an, any more yeah. children. But there's so many people that would love to have children, and they can't. Well, and listen, I, I, mean, I, I got to go, but um, okay, Stu, but enjoy the sunshine. Just, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to plant some plants outside in a few minutes there after you go. the music comes on. Thank All you. All right, bye, dear. Thank you. You too. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Hello there. Uh, <laughs> I don't support abortion at all. But there are there are um, some of our representatives and senators who have voted for late term abortion. Well, I, I just there's no gray area with me on that one, unless it's the unless the life of the the mother is in jeopardy. That's different. Right, but most of the time, when the life of the mother is in jeopardy, they will say, "I want to go and have this baby." Mm-hmm. Um. I seen. I don't understand why there are so many abortions. I will never understand when there is 
really good, um, really good birth. Oh yeah, a lot of different birth control methods that that are available. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there were back in seventy seventy two. Was it that it was initially passed? Yeah. There were a lot. There were some. Did you ever bump into the condom section in a pharmacy? Boom! There's, whoa! There's a whole row there. I don't get it. I saw. I, saw that. I know. You know. There's. I worked at Reliance Health. Okay. I was in a program with with people who were duly diagnosed, mentally ill, and dependent on a substance of of some sort. And they had a basket, and the basket held condoms. And they wouldn't. They, it, it stayed the same amount the whole time I was there. They didn't use them. You know, some of the some of the women though were on like like long term birth control. Um, they have they have different things, and some were on that, so they didn't really need the condoms other than to protect against STDs. But it just it blew my mind. They just they wouldn't use them. They absolutely didn't care. Um, there's because they have that option. I mean, nobody thankfully got pregnant and had to have an abortion, but but they know in their mind that's an abortion, and they don't realize that that's a human. That's a living thing. It's living, um, you know. And about the women swimming and track and all of these other. I do not understand. They fought for this Title IX, which that was 72. I think, I think um, abortion might have been, maybe it was the same year. But they fought for the right of women to be treated equally in sports, in universities, in schools, all across the nation. And now they keep their mouth shut. And it blows my mind. And, uh, listen, a lot of people agree with that, but they're afraid to say it. Women, women, um, biologically, um, mm-hmm. what biological woman, not against somebody that am I? I'm a woman now, baloney. Okay, I gotta you know, go. And, I gotta book. Thank real, you. Real quick, these now that they've made it this big thing, you have criminals, a rapist, who says, "Oh, I'm a woman," because he can go to a woman's prison. Um, a pedophile. Oh, I'm a woman, so he he can go to a, a prison which has mothers in their. Well, children. I hope sometimes you know women will stand up and come to their senses and uh, be heard a lot more on that. I gotta go. Thank you. All right, it's uh, three minutes till noon at WIC. It's lunchtime. Oldies from noon to one tomorrow at eleven o'clock. God willing, the granddaughter. Roy and Dale, Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, has written a, a great book about living with the, the king of the cowboys and the queen of the West. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. That'll be tomorrow on the program. But in the meantime, we've got lunchtime oldies shortly, and I can get another call in if you like. Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley and Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 866 866- 
860-383-2630. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Happy trails to you until we meet again. You know that the average person spends $48 a month on video streaming services. 50% of people say that that's too much. Hmm. Tax day. That's today. My goodness. Survey says 60% of people say high-income earners are more prone to cheating on their taxes than low- and middle-income earners. Hmm. Interesting. 50% of Americans believe businesses submit misleading tax filings. Every situation is different. Hmm? 36% of people would move to a different country in exchange for a tax-free future. Uh, I guess it has to depend on what country you think about that before you move. 24% of people would get an IRS tattoo in exchange for a tax-free future. 10% of people would rather swim with sharks, spend the night in jail, and drink expired milk than pay taxes. I'm not sure it's thing. WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. If you're flying Southwest Airlines today, departures are being held up. Southwest calls it an intermittent technical problem. The Federal Aviation Administration says only that Southwest requested the pause on flights. The airline is telling customers via Twitter that it asked the FAA for the pause. It's hoping to resume normal operations as soon as possible. As the tax filing season comes to a close at midnight tonight, the IRS says it has answered 2 million more calls this tax filing season than a year ago, with the average Phone wait time now at four minutes. That's down considerably from 27 minutes for the 2022 tax season. The federal tax administrator is promoting its improved customer service and giving credit to a big boost in funding provided by the Inflation Reduction Act approved by Congress last year. Additionally, the agency served 100,000 more taxpayers in person and digitized 80 times more paper forms than in 2022 and clear the backlog of unprocessed 2022 individual tax returns. Correspondent Jeremy House, also at townhall.com, the Kremlin says Russian President Vladimir Putin has visited the headquarters of the Russian troops that are fighting in Ukraine. A video released by the Kremlin shows Putin visiting the command post for Russian forces in the southern Kurzon region and receiving reports from the top brass there. He then moved by helicopter to the Russian National Guard in the Luhansk region to hear further information about the situation. Russia took the Kurzon and Luhansk regions into its fold, along with Donetsk and Zaporizhia in September, in a move that was rejected by most of the world as illegal annexation. This is Putin's second trip to the areas that Russia occupies in Ukraine in as many months. I'm Charles Duladesma. More on these stories at townhall.com. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. As fighting between rival factions of Sudan's military leadership rages for a fourth day, many people are unable to get the basic supplies they need. The Red Cross says it is receiving multiple calls a day from desperate people hiding in their cellars in Khartoum from airstrikes and artillery attacks. They are short of food and water, some are injured, but aid agencies cannot reach them because the fighting is so fierce. Even hospitals have been hit, the World Health Organization said, amid reports of military forces occupying some health centers. The UN has 10 agencies in Sudan supporting 16 million people who were already in need. BBC correspondent Imogene Folks, authorities in Spain's parched northeast have warned the area could face even tighter restrictions on water use in the coming months. Reservoirs have now shrunk to 27% of capacity. Breaking news at townhall.com. On the technology front, Volkswagen unveiling an electric luxury sedan that promises a 435-mile battery range. The unveiling is taking place at Auto Shanghai 2023, the world's biggest auto show. VW sedan reflects the intense competition in China's fast-growing electric vehicle market after the ruling Communist Party poured billions of dollars into promoting the technology. China accounted for two-thirds of global electric vehicle sales last year. Correspondent Jeremy House, brands including General Motors, BMW, and Nissan, as well as Chinese rivals BYD Auto and NIO, unveiled dozens of new EVs in the cavernous Shanghai Exhibition Center. Brands touted faster charging, satellite link navigation and entertainment, and the future possibility of self-driving technology. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody makes his memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. Bottle stands forlorn, a symbol of the dawn. No milk today, it seems a common sight. But people passing by don't know the reason why. How could they know just what this message means? The end of my hopes, the end of all my dreams. How could they know the palace that had been behind the door where my love reigned as queen? No milk today, it wasn't always so. The company was gay, we turn I am today. But all that's left is a place not lonely, a terrorist. 
wasn't always so The company was gay We turned night into day As music played So faster did we dance We felt it would the ones The start of our romance How could they know Just what this message means The end of my hopes The end of all my dreams How could they know A palace there had been Behind the door Where my love reigned as queen No milk today My love has gone away The bottle stands for A symbol of the Today, I played that before the expiration date. Herman's Hermits on Stu's Lunchtime. Oh, they got some exciting things. I guess this is exciting, I think. I hope you do, too, that, you know, we have podcasts of our shows. And to hear podcasts, uh, we, you know, generally go to WICH.com and link onto it. And now if you have a smart speaker, Alexa, you can say to Alexa, play the Stu Breyer show and she'll do it many people have that Alexa thing you know it's it's amazing so it makes it very easy so if you miss a special guest like tomorrow we have the granddaughter of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans if you miss that interview just uh, you can ask Alexa play the Stu Breyer podcast or play the Stu Breyer show and they'll give you the most recent show Wow. Artificial intelligence. We talked about this song a little bit earlier, as the Kentucky Derby is next month, you know, and it's Run for the Roses. Dan Fogelberg got an interesting mix for you today.
Fogelberg, quite a talent, and run for the roses. But keep off the grass. On a spring day, a little nippy, but springy. 52 degrees, Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Green grass round my window.
There's a springy song, Gary Lewis. Stu Breyer with you, W-I-C-H. How you doing this lunch hour? Sun went down a little bit outside my window, but it's hanging around. Hi, this is Caleb Bailey, Executive Director of the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. Join us on Saturday, April 22nd at 7.30 p.m. at the Gard Arts Center in New London, Connecticut for our season finale concert, generously sponsored by Dominion Energy. The Earth Day-themed concert begins with Mendelssohn's Calm Sea in Prosperous Voyage. Shirley Kim, the 2022 instrumental competition winner, will then perform Bloch's Shalomo Rhapsody Hebraic, a cello concerto inspired by Jewish musical themes. After intermission, Kiru Okoye's Voices Shouting Out is her musical response to the 9-11 tragedy. Then, Iman Habibi's Jetterbaum Spricht, which translates to Every Tree Speaks as a Beethoven-inspired piece addressing climate change. Finally, Debussy's epic La Mer will depict the sea and its ever-changing shape and shimmering surfaces through rich orchestral colors. Tickets are available starting at $35, with $12 tickets for anyone under 40 and active or retired military members. Just visit our website at ectsymphony.com or call 860-444-7373 for tickets. You love to camp with your family, so you load the trailer and all your gear and head out into the great wide open. Yeah. This commercial isn't for you. This is for the guy who works with his hands. If you lace up your boots and hit the road every day, you know your trailer isn't recreational. It's your office. And if it goes down, guess who isn't getting a paycheck? It's time to see the professionals at BH Trailers and Plows and Playing Fields. They've got trailers and flatbeds from Big Tech's Covered Wagon, Road Trail, and Diamond C. They also have truck beds if you're hauling material. And we know you are. BH Trailers and Plow services what they sell and finance, too. The supply chain isn't getting better, you know. So get to BH now and get what you need while the going is good. Or get ready to start a GoFundMe page for yourself. Visit bhtrailersandplows.com to see your new used inventory. When you have stuff to haul, haul yourself to BH Trailers and Plows. Family is everything. This is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam, and Willimantic is here for your entire family, every generation. From pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between, wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses, at our health centers or via telehealth, with Generations, you have found a health care home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today, 860-885-1308 to make a medical appointment. That's 860-885-1308. New patients of all ages are welcome. Generations Family Health Center, where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center, Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. Uh, we're mixing up the vinyl today. I'll be going into the vault very soon. I hope I don't get locked in. In the 60s, I don't know, in my neighborhood, you would walk down the street and there'd be about three or four houses in the front yard. There'd be young people who were getting their own band together and singing together. It was a great thing because everybody wanted to be a a singer. You know, when the Beatles were popular, everybody wanted to have a band and some of them were really good. Some of them actually uh, rehearsed in the garage. Others right on the front lawn, I remember. You'd walk down the street and they'd be doing their thing. And in the 50s, a lot of young people would harmonize on the streets, particularly in New York City, cities like that. 
doing some harmony with some doo-wop. Dion and the Belmonts did that. They were discovered. And you know what happened after that. But they would do harmony in the streets of New York, something like this. the street corner singers. Some of them never went anywhere, and others, well, they brought their vinyl, their records up, and sang for certain people, and they had some marvelous careers. So it was just good old-fashioned street harmony. Maybe you remember that out of the 50s, particularly in the cities. Morning, everybody. Pretty good start out there. Sunny skies, then becoming partly to mostly cloudy. Slight chance for an isolated afternoon shower. Breezy today. Less humid, though. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 50s. Tonight, becoming partly cloudy. Cool, 38. Woo! Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny. Breezy. Highs near 60. Thursday, clouds early, perhaps an isolated shower, then becoming mostly sunny. Highs near 70. 64 at the shoreline. And then Friday, partly to mostly sunny. High 75 shoreline. 84 degrees inland. The weekend at this point Saturday, a mixture of sun and clouds, breezy, highs in the mid-70s, 70 at the shoreline. And then Sunday, mostly cloudy, rain likely, chance for an afternoon thunderstorm, breezy with highs in the mid-60s. In the early warning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson. For over 150 years, Dime Bank has helped local individuals, families, and businesses meet their banking needs. It's what relationship-based banking is all about. And because we don't 
don't pay dividends to shareholders. We focus on giving back to our communities through loans to local businesses and support for many community-based charitable causes. By working together, communities can thrive. We're glad to do our part. Dime Bank Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. So keep in mind, you can now hear us on Alexa. Just ask uh, Alexa, play the Stu Breyer Show. You're going to hear some of the podcasts. That easy. My goodness. Even if you're in Africa, you can hear us. Here's Gene Pitney looking into the eyes of love. In the eyes of the world, I'm a loser just wasting my time. I can't make a dime. My first big mistake I can't get a break But in the eyes of my woman I stand like a hero, a giant A man who's as tall as can be Crowd. I'm a do-nothing kind of a guy Who just live and die In the eyes of the crowd I'm another good Joe on the street Looking at me, all right, Gene Pitney. Temperature now at 52 degrees at WICH. Del Shannon had such a great little career for about five or six years, and he never, of course, he was not the type to sing a ballad. 
Just about every song was supercharged. So fasten your seatbelts. Here's Del Shannon. So long, baby. That's for a breaking up song, huh? So long, baby. Here's a beautiful love song sung by two great singers, Jerry Butler and uh, Betty Everett. Song that's been recorded by a number of folks. They had a great version in 1964. Let it be me. If you must 
Let it be me. It was also a hit for the uh, Everly Brothers. Well, if it can't be you, and let it be me, just let it be. Maybe someday it'll be me. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be.
Let it be with Mr. B and Beatles, uh, mainly Paul McCartney on that one. So we had uh, Let It Be Me, Let It Be, and then uh, we have Just Leave Me Alone. Helen Reddy sang some strange songs, but they were all good. Miss Helen Reddy. Stu's lunchtime break at WICH, so I went into the vault, looking through the vinyl, and I found this recording. And I'm thinking, hmm, let's try this today. I'm not sure I ever heard it. Maybe we never did, but if we like it, we'll keep it around, or I'll put it back in the vault. 
Here's the clovers. If I could be loved by you. If I could just be loved by you. But it was in the vault, and I thought, well, let's let's try this one. So there it is, the Clovers, who had uh, other hits. I think they had Love Potion number nine, and some pretty good songs. Maybe not that one, but it's it's palatable, don't you think? It's palatable. You know, there's one guy who never seemed to have a bad time when he was uh, on stage. He would have more fun, and his name was Louis Prima. Here he is, having more fun than you can imagine. Oh, Marie, oh, Marie, oh, Marie, oh, Marie, in your arms, I'm longing to be, longing to be, mm, baby, baby, tell me you love me, tell me you love me, kiss me once while the stars shine above me, shine above me, hey, hey Marie, hey, Marie, oh, Marie, oh, Marie, in your arms, I'm longing to be, to be. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Hey, Marie. Hey, Marie. Hey, Sammy. Come here, boy. Where money? Where money? Where money? One was gonna. She'd be a separate day. Come on to me. 
to be such a quiet boy. Louis Prima and his uh, wife Keely Smith was just the opposite. She was like, okay. Do your thing, Louis. We have a quarter of one. W-I-C-H with 52 degrees right now. We take this lunchtime oldie break every day. Tomorrow we have the Better Business Bureau people at one and uh, at 11 o'clock, the granddaughter of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. We'll be on our show. No trigger won't be there. Here's the story. It's a true story based on the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead When the skies of November turn gloomy With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more Than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed When the gales of November came early ship was the pride of the American side Coming back from some mill in Wisconsin As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and good captain well seasoned Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland Then later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? Tattletail sound And the wave broke over the railing And every man knew As the captain did too Twas the witch 
touch of November comes stealing The dawn came late and the breakfast had to wait When the gales of November came slashing When afternoon came it was freezing rain In the face of a hurricane west wind Time came, the old cook came on deck saying, fellas, it's too rough to feed you. At 7 p.m. a main hatchway gave in, he said, fellas, it's been good to know you. The captain wired in, he had water coming in, and the good ship and crew was in peril. Later that night when his lights went out of sight Came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald Does anyone know where the love of God goes When the waves turn the minutes to hours The searchers all say they'd have made whitefish pay If they'd put 15 more miles behind her They might have split up or they might have capsized They may have broke deep and took water all that remains is the faces and the names of the wives and the sons and the daughters. Lake Huron Roll Superior sings. In the rooms of her ice water mansion Old Michigan steams like a young man's dreams The islands and bays are for sportsmen And farther below Lake Ontario Takes in what Lake Erie can send her The iron boats go as the mariners all go With the gales of November remembered Musty old hall in Detroit They prayed in the Maritime Sailors Cathedral The church bell chimed till it rang 29 times For each man on the Edmund Fitzgerald The legend lives on from the Chippewa Down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi Superior, they said, never gives up her dead when the gales of November come early.
Oh, who could forget the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald or the wreck of the old 97? Wow. Easy, easy. They gave him his orders at Monroe, Virginia, St. Steve. You're way behind time. This is not 38, but it's 097. You must put her in Spencer on time. He looked round and said to his kind, greasy farmer, just shovel in a little more coal. And when we cross that white oak mountain, you can watch 097 roll. It's a mighty rough road from Lynchburg to Danville and a line on a three-mile grade. It was on this grade that he lost his air brakes and you see what a jump he made. Going down the grade, making 90 miles an hour when his whistle began to scream. He was found in the wreck with his hand on the throttle and was scalded to death with the steam. Come all you ladies, you must take warning from this time on and learn. Never speak harsh words to your true loving husband. He may leave you and never return. It's called The Wreck of the Old 97. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? That, uh, that music, Wreck of the Old 97? Hmm? I think maybe that's the same tune of the uh, Kingston Trio song, the uh, MTA. Do you remember that one? Just kind of hit me all of a sudden. Let, let me play a little bit of it, see if I'm wrong or right or close to it. Here's the MTA song with the Kingston Trio. These are the times that try men's souls. In the course of our nation's history, the people of Boston have rallied bravely whenever the rights of men have been threatened. Today, a new crisis has arisen. The Metropolitan Transit Authority, better known as the MTA, is attempting to levy a burdensome tax on the population in the form of a subway fare increase. Citizens, hear me out. This could happen to you. and fateful day he put ten cents in his pocket just his wife and family went to ride on the mta well did he ever return no he never returned and his fate is still unlearned he may ride forever neath the streets of boston he's the man who never returned 
Charlie handed in his dime at the Kendall Square station and he changed for Jamaica Plain. When he got there, the conductor told him one more nickel. Charlie couldn't get off of that train. But did he ever return? No, he never returned. And his fate is still unlearned. Poor old Charlie. He may ride forever beneath the streets of Boston. He's the man who never returned. Crying, what will become of me? How can I afford to see my sister in Chelsea or my cousin in Roxbury? But did he ever return? No, he never returned, and his fate is still unlearned. He may ride forever beneath the streets of Boston. He's the man who never returned. Charlie's wife goes down to the Scully Square station every day at quarter past two. Open window, she hands Charlie a sandwich as the train comes rumbling through. But well, did he ever return? No, he never returned, and his fate is still unlearned. He may ride, he may ride forever beneath the streets of Boston. He's the man who never returned. Take it, baby. of Boston. Don't you think it's a scandal how the people have to pay and pay? Fight the fair increase. Vote for George O'Brien. Get for Charlie off the MTA. Or else he'll never return. No, he'll never return. And his fate is still unlearned. Just like Paul. He may ride forever beneath the streets of Boston. He's the man who never returned. He's the man who never returned. He's lost with Bill Bailey. All right, the Kingston Trio. There's a similarity there in my head from the uh, wreck of the 97. In the meantime, uh, we got a news break coming in a couple of minutes. When you do business at Gear, Sand, and Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, Gear, Sand, and Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone, gravel, crushed, and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it. And can even do the work for you. Side work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138 Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Gear up for your next job. At Hall Communications, we've helped thousands of local businesses be heard by their customers and potential customers with their radio commercials. Now we can help you be seen by your potential customers as well. Target your customers where they are with Hall Digital. We'll track them down in their home, their office, at your competitor's business, and send them your message. We can reach people that are looking to dine out 
or buy a car. Sales, line two. We send them an online ad for your business. We can even send them an ad when they're visiting your competition. They'll hear your ad on the radio and see your ad online with Hall Digital. At Hall Communications, we combine two of the most powerful marketing tools, radio and digital, to get you more customers and increase your sales and profits. To find out more, go to the Contact Us tab to get started. Radio and digital. A great one-two punch for your business. WICHAM 1310, 94.5 FM, W233DB, Time. It has resumed flights after a technical glitch earlier. Travelers will be facing delays, however. A Russian court has ruled that an American journalist arrested on spying charges will remain jailed. A judge with the Moscow City Court has rejected Evan Gershkovich's appeal of his detention, ruling that he must stay in jail until at least May 29. Gershkovich could face up to 20 years in prison if convicted. Russian lawyers say past investigations into espionage cases took a year to 18 months, during which time the individual could have little contact with the outside world. The arrest comes at a moment of bitter tensions between the West and Moscow over its invasion of Ukraine. I'm Charles Duladesma. Also at townhall.com, an investigation continues into the shooting by an 85-year-old white man of a black teen who went to the wrong house. A 16-year-old boy was supposed to pick up his two younger brothers last week when he rang the doorbell of the wrong Kansas City, Missouri house. A man came to the door and shot Ralph Yarl in the head, then shot him again after he fell to the ground. The boy stumbled to one house, then another, and then a third before anyone helped the black teen. Yarl was released from the hospital Sunday and is recovering at home. His family is demanding justice and questioning whether race might have played a role in the shooting. A go GoFundMe page has been set up to help pay for his medical bills. By Monday afternoon, $1.4 million had been raised. I'm Lisa Dwyer. The winter that wouldn't quit has showed up again in the Sierra Nevada region of California and Nevada. It won't last long. Spring conditions return later in the week. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 24 points and the NASDAQ is off 19. More at townhall.com. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. A day of remembrance in Israel after a horrific tragedy in World War II. We have the latest from the Media Lines, Felice Friedson. The nation of Israel came to a halt this morning remembering those who perished in the Holocaust and at the hand of terror. As sirens sounded, drivers stood at attention beside their vehicles, pedestrians froze in their tracks. Meanwhile, eyes were on Poland, where the annual March of the Living saw thousands mark Holocaust Remembrance Day 
This at the Auschwitz concentration camps. This year led by 80 and 90 year old survivors of the Nazi regime. Meanwhile, back at home, American Jewish leaders are assembling for a conference of Israel's supporters while fending off attempts to politicize the event by fusing it with the current political instability and anti-government protests. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. An abortion clinic has dropped a lawsuit seeking to overturn West Virginia's near total abortion ban. The Women's Health Center of West Virginia announced the move in a court filing on Monday. It was the state's only abortion clinic before Republican Governor Jim Justice signed a law in September banning abortions at all stages of pregnancy with exceptions. The lawsuit had been filed in February claiming the law was unconstitutional and irrational. The law requires abortions to be performed by a physician at a hospital. State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, who had intervened on behalf of the state, said his office will defend the law if the lawsuit is refiled. Keith Peters reporting. A giant Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton that's been dug up from three sites in the U.S. going up for auction in Zurich. The skeleton could fetch up to $8.9 million. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. So you want to buy an old uh, skeleton of a dinosaur? Where would you put it? Certainly a conversation piece, huh? Welcome to this portion of our show. It's called the Anything Goes Hour. And if you would like to uh, check in with us, the number is 860-889-5252. And uh, we'll get you in. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. UConn football season ticket deposits are now available. Starting at $53, you could secure your seats today for the 2023 season featuring matchups against NC State, Duke, USF, Utah State, FIU, and Stony Brook. Be there to support head coach Jim Mora and the Huskies all season long. For more information and to purchase your tickets today, please visit UConntickets.com or call 1-877-288-2666. Anyway, see it's weather, sunny and uh, then cloudy. We think we're on that stretch now. Temperatures in the 50s, 38 tonight. Wednesday, nicer, 60 and sunny. And Thursday, a little bit warmer now, mostly sunny and 70. It's 52 degrees. Welcome to the program. Almost time to put the tomato plants in. Yeah, your big tomatoes are waiting to grow there, Larry. (laughs) Yeah, listen, yesterday, yesterday you had two women call in the afternoon on your, uh, during the uh, almost 2 o'clock. Yeah, um, one called about the, they call, both called about the the uh, the, uh, the pill they use for abortions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, uh, I agree with that first woman that called, and that uh, that pill has been around for uh, well over 20 years. And... I kind of disagree with the second woman that called, and that uh, ju- judges. Uh, uh, she said, I believe she said, judges are not biased. You know as well as I do, judges are biased. If you look at the Supreme Court, or if you look at the judges in the appellate courts, or whatever court they sit on, if they're conservative Republicans, 
and appointed by a conservative Republican president, they're going to vote just about 99.9% of what's in the interest of the Republicans. And the same thing goes with the, with the Democrats. So uh, the abortion issue, you know that if it's a, a Republican judge, they're going, he's going to fight in favor of to put that drug um, uh, on hold for the time being. You know, i got to be honest with you. I, had, I don't really uh, ever remember hearing about that drug, but now I'm hearing a lot about it. Well, that so. drug's been around, yeah, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, she, she was right. It's been around for at least uh, 20, 25 mm-hmm. years, that drug. And uh, so the judge, in my opinion, had no right to do uh, uh, what he did. And you, you, you know as well as I do, judges are biased. Just take a look at the Supreme Court. Like I tell you all the time, if you look at the six to three and the five four decisions all the time, <laughs> right down party line, they, they, you, you'll know that a judge is biased. It doesn't well, take you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this <clears> stuff <throat> out. I hate that it's that way, but it is many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So, and uh, when I, leave this stuff to to. The state to, to the law. Let the legislatures in the states make the laws. I don't think judges should just come in here and start overruling this this uh, this kind of stuff. That so I kind of agree with that that first woman that that called you yesterday. Um, she calls you once in a while about stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and, and uh, but she she was right in what what she told you about that that drug. So I, I assume that uh, for the last 20 years it was easy to get that drug. I don't know why so many people had to go and well, get an abortion. I, I, I don't know if it was by prescription. I think that maybe, maybe, no, I don't have really an opinion on the Maybe they should give it by prescription just so maybe it will be safe and mm-hmm. you take it the way you're supposed to take it unless yep. you just go, unless you go to a doctor and the doctor tells you to, to how to take it, and then you don't have to get it. So how, what I'm learning is sure you, safe. what I'm learning is you have to take it early, otherwise it's not effective. Well, oh yeah. So, uh, but I think the judge, the bottom line is the judge should have stayed out of it. Okay, Lar. Okay. See you at the beach. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> oh yeah, tough subject, isn't it? portion of our program is open. It's a little bit of everything. We call it the Anything Goes segment. Grow your savings this spring at Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair. Scott's miracle Grow 2 Cubic Potting Mix is only $11.99 after instant rebate. Stop the destructive cycle of grubs with Scott's GrubX. Cover 5,000 square feet for only $25.99 after instant rebate. Don't just stop at insect control. Pick up Scott's four-step program at Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair and give your lawn the nutrients it needs to thrive all season long. Save up to $75 off instantly depending on your four-step needs. Have you seen their selection of live plants? From hanging baskets to vegetables and herbs, Johnson's Hardware will have what you're looking for. Starting at $2.99, you can fill all your flower beds with beautiful color. Did you know Johnson's repairs window and door screens? Bring your old torn screens in today and enjoy the fresh spring air in your home without the bugs. Visit Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair at 44 Hill Road in Groton or visit them online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll end there. 
It's time. Time to empty your closets, junk drawers, and garage of all your old, unused tech. It's time to bag those batteries that bit the dust. Time to tell that old calculator its days are numbered. Time to tell your old hard drive a hard truth. It's time to go. It's time to recycle it all at Staples for free. Plus, this weekend, you save 15% on your purchase of $30 at Staples when you recycle that tech junk for Earth Day. Offer valid 422 and 423. Limit one reward per month. Exclusion supply. Visit staples.com slash recycling for details. Did you see that riot in Chicago? They had video of it. Hundreds of young people just going berserk on the streets. So you look at it and you think, is that really, did that really happen? Hard to figure it out for those of you who saw that. It's very disconcerting. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. What's up, Susan? Well, I got my USA Today, and it is for Tuesday, April 18th, which is today. Now, I don't know if anybody else, I do not have regular TV. I get internet and what I hear on the radio and what I read in the paper, obviously. Does anybody know or hear about Blizzard Blast Western Great Lakes as the U.S. endures major cool down? Anybody know about a blizzard? Yeah, it's, it was an unusual uh, situation, obviously. Yeah, because the uh, one sentence here says, after it began to seem as if summer was here, much of the U.S. is going to go back to feeling wintry chill. Well, it was like Minnesota, right? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. It says a few spots in Wisconsin have already picked up more than a foot of snow mm-hmm. Monday morning. And, yeah, up that way, Michigan and up that way. The weird thing is... You were just talking about that Chicago riot, right, over the weekend? It was horrendous. Horrendous. Okay. Well, listen to this. Chicago also reported snow Monday morning, just a couple days after highs in the 80s. That is so weird. Yeah, too bad they didn't have the snow the night they wanted to riot. And then it says snow will accumulate in Minnesota, Wisconsin, western Michigan, as well as parts of Iowa and Illinois. So, weird. It's up and down wacko weather. And um, I just think there's more than meets the eye there. But I know, but you feel that about everything. Well, as I was taught, there's an answer for everything. And for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And that means if you do something with, with, with putting something in the air, you might get something, different kind of precipitation on the ground. Because remember, the one thing that tipped me off to start looking into it, it's Obama's fault. You know why? He kept saying, man-made climate change, man-made climate change. Okay, what the heck does he mean by that? I always try to read between the lines. And then I'm thinking, yeah, in a lab, just like, oh, they have decided that the um, COVID came from Wuhan. Did you hear that? Well, I've been known that for a very, very long time because uh, if you're innocent about something, you you wouldn't mind if people went over and checked the lab, would you? No, well, finally, the, the Senate or, or Congress, whoever's investigating all this stuff, just today, they're basically saying, yes, it came from the Wuhan lab. Well, good. Once we figured that out, good. Check mark that off, right? How long did it take them to come to that conclusion? Oh. And how many times was it covered up? Yeah, well, yeah. 
And I know people that got sick. Okay, I remember my brother bought a truck in March of 2020. And then within a week later, everything was shut down. So I remember the time frame. So the November of 2019, I know somebody that was in the hospital with really bad stuff in the lungs and everything. Yes. They survived, but no one could put a name on it. So I believe that it was here before 2020. Well, there's a number of things that would have those similar symptoms that be- drive people to the hospital, like pneumonia, bronchitis. So you yep, could yep. never be and sure of those things. So, it, you know, I have to give the new Republicans in Congress credit, at least they're trying to look into things now. Okay, and I don't know why it took so long. Thank you, Susan. 16 after 1 at WICH Open Forum. We're having a forum. Hmm. So tomorrow, uh, Roy Rogers and Dale Evans' uh, granddaughter is going to be with us. They uh, had four children of their own, and they uh, adopted five children. So there were a total of nine at the ranch. She's got a book telling all of those stories. It's going to be great fun. And I was thinking on the lunchtime oldies tomorrow, maybe playing some songs connected to cowboys and westerns. So if you can think of any, maybe this hour, you may want to call in and Give me a good old-fashioned Western song that we could play on the lunchtime oldie hour about cowboys. Not too many about cowgirls, but there's a lot of cowboy songs. See if we can find a few. Hi, this is Caleb Bailey, Executive Director of the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. Join us on Saturday, April 22nd at 7.30 p.m. at the Gard Arts Center in New London, Connecticut for our season finale concert, generously sponsored by Dominion Energy. The Earth Day-themed concert begins with Mendelssohn's Calm Sea in Prosperous Voyage. Shirley Kim, the 2022 instrumental competition winner, will then perform Bloch's Shalomo Rhapsody Hebraic, a cello concerto inspired by Jewish musical themes. After intermission, Kiru Okoye's voices shouting out is her musical response to the 9-11 tragedy. Then, Iman Habibi's Jetterbaum Spricht, which translates to Every Tree Speaks as a Beethoven-inspired piece addressing climate change. Finally, Debussy's epic La Mer will depict the sea and its ever-changing shape and shimmering surfaces through rich orchestral colors. Tickets are available starting at $35, with $12 tickets for anyone under 40 and active or retired military members. Just visit our website at ectsymphony.com or call 860-444-7373 for tickets. WICH, good afternoon. Hi, Sue. Hi there. How about... Happy trails to you until we meet again. Should have just have you sing it. Yeah, happy trails Gene, to you. Gene Autry, I think, recorded that. that was, um, actually, that was Roy's song um, that was written by Dale. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's one for you. That's good. We'll play it. I know, okay, good. I know her granddaughter uh, didn't know that she wrote it. She heard it on the radio and really? then Really? I didn't her, know it either. Yeah, that her grandmother wrote it, yeah. Wow, isn't that something? Well, thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hello, welcome to the program. Okay, you're going to have to do some searching for this one, but oh. on um, Elton John's Yellow Brick Road album, he's got a song, and it's called Roy Rogers' Social Disease. Roy Rogers' Social Disease? Yep, and at the end, and he's talking about Roy and Trigger, 
and it's a cute song. It's not it's not a bad thing. It's a good it's a good one. So just Google it and then you can listen to it and think it's appropriate. It's fine. It's not well, it's not a bad song. It's um I didn't know they had a song like that. Well, yeah, I was on Yellow Brick Road. I just thought of it, and I thought, oh, that's... It's it's a great album anyway. That was my first Elton John album when I was uh, in seventh grade, so it meant a lot to me. My do brother they, gave it to me. Do they still so, have those Roy Rogers uh, yeah. fast food places, I wonder? No. Roy Rogers Social Disease. Please look it up and listen. Um, Google it, and you can hear it right away, and um, mm-hmm. I, I think you'll be... You'll be surprised. It's it's a cute little song. And at the end, you hear a uh, little horse hoof things going off into the distance. Dun, 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 dun. So it's cute. That's a good tip. That's okay. great. Okay. So right. listen to it. Okay, thanks, Stu. Thank you. Roy Rogers, social disease. Did Dale know? I don't know. I guess it's not really about that. It's uh, Roy, i got to write this down because I want to check it out. <laughs> I had some nice news today that uh, if you miss any of our show every day, you can get it by going on uh, your a- yeah Alexa. Alexa, you can just say, Alexa, play the Stu Breyer show, and she'll play the whole show for you. She is so sweet, isn't she? WICH, welcome. Somebody didn't hang in very long. But if you'd like to call back, 89-5252 is the telephone number. Because we are completely loosey-goosey today. So if you have Alexa, all you have to do is sometime this afternoon, if you miss the show, just go, Alexa, play the Stu Breyer show. And if she behaves herself, she'll do it. So I could go home and hear my show. I, I don't know if I will, because I've already heard it. But... Um, Hey, something new. We're getting there. Trying to reach as many places as we possibly can. That means if you're on vacation and you have this uh, machine, which is very small. It's a, it's a looks like a uh, little tube where they have the little round ones. You can hear the shows very easily just by going to Alexa play the Stu Breyer show. Oh, the 21st century. So hard to keep up with these things, isn't it? I mean, we went so long without having so many things, and then boom, 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 boom. You walk on it, play on it, <laughs> spill on it, and, well, you know. Your flooring takes a daily beating, and vacuuming and steam cleaning can only do so much. Sounds like it's time to get new flooring from Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough, for all of your flooring needs, not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell and stands behind our floors with the Carpet One Beautiful Guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff that will be there for you every step of the way, helping you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing available for qualified buyers. You owe it to yourself to get a Clough quote today. You might be surprised how affordable new flooring can be. Get to Clough's, family owned since 1972, across some BJ's on Crossroads in Waterford, and at Clough Carpet One, Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home, the one stop shop for your perfect floor. 122 with Stu, you're on the air. Um, hi, Stu. Hi. I, I I was just thinking that um, Larry Rice, the former cop, okay, and is um, a former um, police.
policeman on the Norwich City Council that instead of Bill Nash, that he should run for that position since he has a lot to say about um, the meetings and what's going on in Norwich, that I would like to see a change and maybe, just maybe, that would encourage me to vote uh, in Norwich. Okay, well, I know Bill Nash has a lot of experience as well, but I know that Larry, I don't think Larry wants to get into that, but well, who knows? Well, no, you know, he'd rather uh, criticize and whatnot and support other people. He, just, he, tried, former, to get, he uh, tried to get on the school board, but uh, that didn't work out. Huh? He tried to get on the school board, but didn't, and that didn't work out. Well, that should tell you something. That should tell us something? Tells us thank what you. The, all right, thank you. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Okay. Oh, yes, dear Abby. Oh, gee, dear, dear Abby. Is, uh, do any of you go through this? You have a relative who is snockered all the time. And you dread when they come over with the, for a family gathering because you know they're going to get snuckered. Well, there's a letter I want to read from Dear Abby in, in uh, just a moment. WICH AM and FM. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Some people are afraid to say, you know, don't drink anymore, or this or that, and uh, disrupts everybody. So let me read you this Dear Abby column, see if it rings a bell with anyone. Uncle Fred is rude and obnoxious whenever we're in his presence. He talks down to not only me, but everyone around him. Holidays are unbearable as he creates constant tension, leaving all guests less than enthused. He also drinks way too much at parties which leads to obscenities and poor decision-making. Uncle Fred. It would be very easy to just stop being in his presence, if not for my darling Auntie June. I feel bad for her. She's kind to all of us and always insists on hosting her family for holidays. Even after numerous attempts by family members who have all voiced their displeasure with Uncle Fred, Auntie June seems to be helpless in dealing with his unruly behavior. How do we move forward without hurting our dear sweet auntie by telling her we no longer wish to spend holidays together? Don't you feel bad for auntie? Hmm? You have suffered enough. A way to deal with it, Abby says, it would be to put it a, a tad less bluntly. Say, auntie, we love you, which is why we have tolerated Uncle Fred's drinking and rude behavior as long as we have. But we have reached our limit. From now on, other family members will alternate hosting these gatherings. And if Uncle Fred acts up during any of them, he will have to leave. It would be better than walking out of Auntie's home and leaving her with food she has prepared and no one to eat it. How many families have an Uncle Fred? Or somebody who just can't hold their drinks? Or maybe holds them too much? Hmm? Uncle Fred. I thought I'd read that because I thought 
You know, a lot of people can relate to that. It's the obnoxious guest that can disrupt everybody, huh? It's time to save big on the number one selling farm tractor in the world at Dubay's Tractor Center, just off of Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut Rhode Island border in Danielson. Come and see the Mahindra Model 1626 today. The Mahindra 1626 tractor is powered by the quiet and reliable Mitsubishi three-cylinder diesel engine and comes with the industry's first seven-year limited powertrain warranty. It's affordable with 0% financing available for 72 months through April 30th. Buy now and save an additional one thousand dollars with the power package three mahindra implements with tractor choose from a loader a backhoe a grapple a snowblower rake and more test drive the amazing mahindra 626 today at dubay's tractor center 65 dubay drive in danielson your local mahindra tractor and implement headquarters celebrating 47 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment check them out online at dubaytractor.com WICH, welcome to the program. Yes, good afternoon, Stowe. Hi there, sir. Um, what's, what's going on with Maria? Badmouth and Larry on, on the radio? I'm not sure if she was or not. I was a little confused of what she said. Well, for somebody, for somebody that doesn't vote, she, she said doesn't that, want to uh, vote, but she complains about things that happened in, the, <clears throat> in Norwich. She know? said that she would, um, vote for a little, she would vote if Larry ran for uh, council. I think she said well, that. Well, she said she doesn't vote, period. She doesn't vote. She said that. She said she might vote. And uh, saying there that one, the, the uh, councilman that owned the gas station, he sold that gas station. He don't own it anymore. Oh, yeah? I didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she brought that up, too, last week, about him owning the gas station. So, uh she should get her facts straight before she starts talking so on would, radio. Would you like? Would you like? Would you like to run for something? No. No. Absolutely not. I'm, I'm too old. I'm like uh, Donald Trump. I'm too old. You're right. You could be president. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, it doesn't interest me to do that. No, it never never interested me getting into politics. Those people on the council, that's a thankless job anyway. They do, they try to do a good job, but... Oh, know. yeah, no matter what you do, yeah. you know, there's going to be somebody that's going to disagree with it. That's the that's way life right. is. Well, sir? Okay, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, you too. All opinions are welcome on this program. We can disagree with each other. That's okay. It's not against the law. We try to keep it civil. We can't people keep things civil. See some of the fights that break out because somebody disagrees with you? Gee. Where are your manners? Hmm? Can't you just say, well, I disagree? <laughs> That's it. Some people can't handle that for some reason. You have a different opinion? Hmm. Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley & Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. Welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? 
I'm doing okay, thanks. How you doing? I'm awesome. Hey, I was watching national news and they say, Rocky Hill. What about that? You didn't see that? Okay. Well, God bless you. Crying out loud. First to come in. Is there, you know, is what, are you, what are you referring to, sir? They tried to get into this guy's car. On a sunny day. Oh yeah, and he, he three guys were attacking him, and he fought he fought them off, right? Yeah. 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 Good for him. They're, but they're good kids. They're they were, good kids. They were they're great kids. They are great kids. They, they were trying know. to take. They were trying to get his car, right? Yeah, or something. So they weren't. They weren't really good kids, and actually, they were neighbors. I think. Were they? They live near him. That's what I heard. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been watching that uh, on the eight, 8 o'clock there, what's the name, Cuomo. I wouldn't have been watching that if I wasn't I listen to the Norwich stuff every day. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. I, I haven't been able to tune in all day. I've been doing stuff, but golly, they're great kids. I mean, what would happen if the white man showered them? <coughs> I call her a good wife. Yeah. So you think they're great kids because they try to hijack his car? No. Oh. I think it would have been a great wife if she shot one of them. Oh, okay. Well, we're glad nobody was shot, but uh, the guy yeah. the guy was hurt fighting off yeah. three kids. That's Punks. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. It's, uh, it's frustrating what's going on, but thank you, sir. You're welcome. See ya. Yeah, Rocky Hill. Guy is, uh, I think he's either getting out of his car or getting into his car, and one of the guys tries to take the car, and then he's uh, he was a strong man. He fights off with him, then two other guys jump him, and uh, somebody yelled out. They called the police, and they ran off. I thought that they were guys that lived near there, but I'm not sure. They have him on video. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, I emailed you that um, Roy Rogers social disease song, so you can check it out after the show if you couldn't find it. Okay, thank you. I sent you two. Uh, by accident, I sent you a different one, but you'll you'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll try. Thank okay. you. Okay, Steve, bye. Oh, carjacking. Maybe they should make it an automatic five years in prison. Do you think that might stop it? Instead, they probably don't get any prison time. I'm, I'm going to get myself worked up. Easy there. Let me do some transcendental meditation. Um, That's a dog doing meditation. Um, I did take transcendental meditation for about six months. It's very relaxing. My problem was every time I did it, I fell asleep. But I guess that's a pretty relaxing thing, huh? Anybody else do TM? Remember Maharishi Yogi? He, uh, the Beatles went to visit him so they could uh, go into another planet emotionally. and uh, But he had TM people that would come and teach you the art of meditation, which in my opinion is a very good thing, except I could teach you that in five minutes. You know, you don't even have to pay for it to sit on a chair and relax, meditate. Don't try to put too many things in your head. Breathe deeply. And you will be rejuvenated. Unless you're me, you will fall asleep. 
Don't try it in a car. You're on the air. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Not to correct you, but I think that guy in Rocky Hill saw somebody trying to break into his car, and he ran out. He wasn't in his car already. They were trying to steal it. Anyway, just thought I'd add that to you. Okay, he ran out. I wasn't sure if he was getting in or getting out or running out. No, you're right. I did see a a film of it. Yep. Well, I'm glad he's okay, and I hope they have, uh, I don't know if they have the perpetrators yet or not. I don't know. Did you see the guy, the pizza deliverer, tripped? Yeah, the one who tripped the, uh, <laughs> that was a beautiful thing, wasn't it? <laughs> I hope they don't come back and get them. That's a, that's the thing today. That's the first People. thing, you're right, that's the first thing I thought of. Because yeah, me e- too. Even if they catch the guy, they'll probably let him ride out. I know, or their buddies will, you know, mm-hmm. come after them, you know. But anyway, it's really sad, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the guy was so, for those that didn't see it, his instinct was they were chasing this guy, the police, he just stuck his foot out, and boom, the guy yeah, fell. and then, then they were able, police could catch him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know, it's sad. Chicago's really sad. Oh, my God, what happened? Did you see what happened in Chicago over the weekend? I did. Hundreds. Of I don't know what country it was. They were changing the rules, and they were a whole lot of people, you know, <laughs> like that in number, and they took a water hose. <laughs> but we wouldn't do that in our country. Yeah, I know. We, but, we would, they would say, oh, you're being a police brutality. I mean, these people... Exactly. We'll just let them do it. They just, you know, whatever. Because they can't fight it. How can 100 policemen fight... 200 kids, you know? I know, and then some of them are jumping on cars. They they did beat up one guy in a car. It was just pathetic. I mean, it could be your car or my car down there and parked, yeah. and they're going to beat it to death. It's not It's not right. Well... I don't know what the answer is. I don't but. know what the answer is, except uh, you need to get tougher on crime and tougher they on do. punishment. Maybe start lassoing them or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'll ask Roy Rogers' uh, granddaughter tomorrow. Hey, yes, you ask him that. All I right. did look that program up, or that uh, Google thing. You know, the Roy Rogers thing the gal said? Oh, Roy yeah. Rogers social whatever? Yeah, Roger, Roy Rogers' is social disease or something. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Yeah, social disease, but it really isn't a social disease. No, I know. <laughs> Interesting yeah. title, though. Thanks for listening. All right, thank you very much. You're on Bye-bye. the air. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, it's fourth quarter. Can I talk to you for about a minute? Didn't I just talk to you? No, no you did not. Okay, what is, is it? it? Give me a give me a no. minute. Give me a minute. Go ahead. Yeah, man, you just got off the Suzo. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, by the way, for recognizing That was great. No. You know what's bothering me? The last two on my news, I got my Roku back, and I'm listening to the news. And like I would think, hey, could you imagine a 16-year-old kid, he, he came up to the wrong address, and the guy puts a bullet in his head? Come on. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and the girl got shot. I mean, look, this is two more shootings un, 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 unnecessary, un, uncalled for. Yeah, well, the guy went to his door because he had the wrong address, and uh, yeah. this guy goes to the door and shoots him. I don't get I it. Know it. I know. Maybe there's something mentally wrong with the guy. I don't know. We don't have all the details. I know we don't, Stuart. I know you always like to get to the uh, straightened, you know. I know one boy. thing. I know one thing. The, the the boy is going to be okay, which is number one. And number two, That's great. he's That's already great. gotten That's... over a million dollars people helping him out. 
Yeah. So. But you know what? <clears throat> you could take that million dollars. If someone stuck a board in my head and I got to walk around brain dead for the rest of my life, what good is a million bucks? Oh, well, he's not going to, uh, thank God, he's not going to be brain dead, so. Well, I don't, I, I probably would have went over the. Obviously, uh, money wouldn't mean a that, thing if it was that. Hey, yeah. you, know, I w- you know, I wouldn't take a board in my head for any kind of uh, dollar value. No, you know, of course so. you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't, because no, it's too dangerous. No. Yeah. And, and, that, and that gal, uh, how about that teacher? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God. And the other one, uh, the, the, the little kids in the back seat, this guy come out of Dunkin' Donuts and blows away out of, like, out of nowhere. And she tried her darnest, step on the gas. The little kid, he's 11 years old, saying, and he saw his mom just struggling just to get away. You know, and she lost her life. I was sick. Joe, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to beat people down. Okay. And think, you know, I. It just really is it, sadness. It's so sadness, too. It's hard to figure so, out. It's hard to figure out. I know, brother man. All right, have, oh, a, have God, a good day. Too. I'll have to play some cheery things before the end of this hour, but you're welcome to call in with your point of view on any subject. So we have a busy day tomorrow. If everybody shows up for their appointment. Roy Rogers' granddaughter and uh, our friend from the Better Business Bureau. Among Open Forum. So you do have time today if you want to get into a, uh, a question or something you agree or disagree with. We would be happy to uh, take your phone call at 889-5252. I was going to bring my drumsticks down uh, today, but I left them upstairs, so uh, here's make-believe. There. I do have drumsticks up, up when I'm trying to stimulate my mind. I'm playing the drumsticks, and uh, it's good. It's a good way to relax. Even if you're not a drummer, you may want to buy some drumsticks and start... Playing on the table, it's kind of fun. Get some steam off. Do you remember the the carnival that used to come to town in Taftville? I wonder if that's ever going to come back. We used to give away carnival tickets. Was it Coleman Brothers? Is that what it was? Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Stu. Hey. Yeah, you're talking about Roy Rogers? Yep. Yeah, there, you know, there was a fellow right in Norwich that used to do trick uh, with him. With him? His name was Bucky Brennan. Bucky Brennan lived in Norwich and used to do tricks with Roy Rogers on the horses and the stunts, stunts. Boy, that sounds familiar. Hmm. Yeah, Bucky Brennan. He lived uh, the upper part of Greenville there. He used to be called B.B. Stables. Mm-hmm. Yep. He lived to be almost 100 years old, but, but he uh, used to do tricks and that type of thing with Roy Rogers. I just wondered how many people in Norwich knew about that. Interesting I'll, little thing. I'll bet not too many, but I think I do remember the name a little bit. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I just thought of that when you were talking about Roy Rogers. I wonder how Roy ended up in the area. No, well, I don't know. He he was from the area, you know. That Bucky Brennan. Oh, Bucky Brennan, yeah. Know, he got hooked up with Roy Rogers, and yeah. I don't know anything about that. But mm-hmm. there's probably some people around that do know. You know. Well, we'll have to look that one up. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you, sir. Okay. Yep, bye-bye. All right, WICH 143, welcome to the program. Hello. You want to know what's funny? You? Well, besides that. Okay. Well, it kind of is about me. For years and years and years, I thought Roy Rogers was a fictional character. Oh, no, he was a real guy. Yeah, for years I thought he was make-believe. Of course, that's not his real name. <laughs> Even, huh? That's not his real name. Oh, okay, well, see, there we go. Well, maybe there he is, go. yeah, but... Uh... Everybody called him Roy. Even, even the other day when you were talking about your upcoming guests, I'm going, oh, that's right, it's a real person. <laughs> Roy Rogers is a real, and he has a real granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Artificial granddaughters aren't, aren't what they used to be. And her last name is Rogers, so. Oh, cool. All right. So you like drumsticks, huh? Excuse me? You like drumsticks? Oh, I love drumsticks, yeah. I prefer the wing or the breast or the lager. I took drums in the second grade, but I had to give them back. No. It went right over his head, folks. He didn't get it. I, what, what did I miss? Did I miss something? I said, you like drumsticks? You said, yes. I said, I prefer the wing or the breast or the Oh, leg. I'm sorry. I missed. My, oh, my, hearing, right. my right. hearing is not is what it used to be. Oh, that's all right. Mine isn't either. And um, when I turned the radio on, I haven't been listening that long, but uh, we were doing what we do on this show and go on about how terrible things are. Um, sometimes it's nice to try and talk about solutions, and I have one potential solution to the world's, or certainly the woes in our country. What is it, my friend? Get out and vote in your local elections. Wouldn't that be this nice? This is where politicians come from. This is where our local, excuse me, our lawmakers come from. They start out local. You've got to vote in your local Kevin, elections I'll if you want to change this country. I'll never understand. Mark my words. I'll never understand why so many few people in local elections, which are so important to yeah. the community, why they do not vote. I don't understand yeah. that. I, I think it was Larry who made the point that they're probably the most more important than the na national elections, and in a way they really are. You know, these, these people start at the community level. You know, there's so only one way. We it, weed out the riffraff before they have a chance to get to the state or the federal level. There's only one way to get people to vote. Tell them that they can't. Well. And then they'll demonstrate and they'll say, we're going to vote, and they'll get out and vote. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'll have to ponder that one. I don't have a ponder corner. I'm going to have to have Radio Cat Phoebe think it over and report back to me. I'll share my corner. <laughs> oh, aren't you the guy? Yeah. All right, you're going to play some comedy? Yeah, we'll get in. We need some. Yes. Thank All you. All right, get, get us chuckling. All right, buddy. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. How are you? It's Paper Girl. Hey, Paper Girl. What you got? <laughs> Hey, I heard something. Um, I was listening to the back podcast, and I, I heard um, somebody saying something about paying somebody that was filling up potholes. Yeah, they're, wrong? they're working on potholes, and uh, some people, are, he was talking about they were going to put their names on the, the covers. I've or... seen that guy. I mean, if it's talking about somebody that's actually filling up the potholes with, like, concrete, and then he's painting over them, and then he's dedicating somebody's names. I've seen that. 
oh, yeah. seen somebody doing that. And he was actually in the middle of the road doing this. And I was like, oh, how come, that, you know, some of this uh, taxpayer money and it's uh, getting thrown around everywhere don't fill up those holes, you know, because or the rescue money or something. I mean, because, I mean, this guy, where is he making out? Mm, I just thought about that for a minute. It just kind of bothered mm. me. Another thing, um, I uh, my my daughter, she um, took her kids down to Plainville and uh, to a roller rink down there because there isn't one anymore in Groton. They closed that dumb. Yeah, they're closing, I know. So it was like, what is there for the kids to do? And I'm like, why isn't something like that local, like our town? We had an ice rink. You know, I don't know if even that's still up and running. I don't know. It was quite expensive to go. But, I mean, recreation ain't a lot for these kids. Not even a splash pad that could have been put up. You know, and just like other towns, um, so many capacity and pay to get in. I mean, that would put revenue back into this town, wouldn't it? You know? I don't know. Kids today, I don't know. Will they, will they show up Instead as much as... Instead of busting out windows in the city so they have to be boarded up. Or they're vacant, so they put things in the windows just to look like something when people pass by. I just I, it sometimes it presses me going to the city because I've been here over fifty years, you mm-hmm. know. But I mean, yeah, when my kids said to me, "Yeah, Ma, we're down in Plainville because this is the only roller rink and it's an arcade with it," and I was like, "Wow, does that bring back memories?" You know, because they did. They had it running for what. 30, 40 years, and then they shut it down. When they shut it I down, guess, probably they weren't you know, making any money. Probably. Yeah, good things die, you know, <clears> but <throat> don't they still have something like that in New London? Yeah, they do. They An do. ice rink. I wasn't so aware of that. Why yeah. isn't something put here for the kids, you know? Well, Paper Girl, Maybe. I wish they would get some more things. Yeah, me too, me too. Maybe if I throw that out there, maybe the mayor might have a ring jing and, uh, give you a, you know, a conversation about putting up something for the kids. I mean, we do have a rink, you know, in the Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You take care. Yeah, you too. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. How are you? Still okay. What's up? What's up? Well, first of all, I am... Um, I don't want to hear from people saying kids don't have anything to do. I grew up in Preston. We didn't have any any um, organized games, you know, per se, or at least I didn't go to them. But we managed, you know, to take walks. We played a little bit of softball. We played kick the can. We played um, tag. We didn't go around um, destroying people's property and causing a riot. You know, there are things. If you keep telling kids there's nothing to do, they're not going to find anything to do. If you tell them they can find something to do on their own, they will. You well, know, it's, it's, being, it's very simple. They don't, you don't need to have everything organized for them. Um, and, and that kind of goes to with what I really wanted to discuss. Yesterday, they had a hearing in New York this was about the violence in New York. And the Democrats did bring up a, big, a good point that there is more, there are more crimes in some other areas, you know, like in um, Ohio 
and in other places. So that doesn't excuse anything what's happening in New York. No, but what I'm going to say, but it, yeah, it doesn't excuse what's happening in New York. It it doesn't dispute the fact that like this woman that was talking and then they they like dissed her. Oh, you're just being used um, as a prop. Her child was stabbed with a um, meat cleaver nine times by four teens. They had a trial all set. It was all set to go forward, and then they got the new DA, Bragg. And the new new DA dropped the attempted murder charges, or the murder charges against two of them, and they got one of them. She's walking around already, and the other one's going to be walking around any day now. Yeah, don't um, don't get me aggravated before two o'clock. I know the story, and uh, he, Mr. Bragg, should be in jail. But that's the but, uh, pathetic you know, thing. I mean, and what I didn't <clears throat> know until today is that the the boys who got killed, who had been, he had served in Afghanistan, and he winds up being killed on the streets of New York. His father was also um, he he was severely injured. He's still affected by the injury. So it was a murder and an attempted murder by these four kids. Um, there, mm-hmm. are too many, there are too many DAs that are just reducing well, the charges. And yes, People are voting for them because they have a lot of money. They're supported with a lot of money, and people just don't even think. I know. I mean, and I liked what she said. There was one it was a black congressman from Georgia who was going on and, you know, how she's being used. And she said, I want you to come down to the hood. You come down to the hood and you start talking to the people. You know, you're a rich black guy. You don't have to live in the hood. You know, we, it's, it's crime ridden where we are. I'm just going to close, um, I'm going to close this and say one thing to you and, and the audience is that uh, when some of these innocent young black kids are being killed consistently in Chicago and other cities, Nobody will ever know their name. Nobody will know their name. It's no big deal. Right. That was the one this weekend. Um, And the other thing, the the gentleman that called earlier and talked about the marijuana smell in the hotels and stuff, if you walk in New York, you smell marijuana, there are marijuana droppings, there are drugs that have been getting high on it. And then also, um, Rachel Campos Duffy, had brought her daughters to New York because she was doing her the show this weekend, and they had gone and done. Some, I don't know where they went, and they're walking along, and the kids are like, "This place just smells like." Yeah. And it's E E E. Okay, I gotta I gotta run, but thank you. Gotta go. Okay. Six till two. W I C H with Stu. Let's see what we have here. Okay. It's called "What Made America Great." What made America great was we thought we were. We didn't apologize. We didn't get nervous at thinking Europe was going to not like it. You know? We left Europe. On purpose. We created democracy. You want to know if your country's great or not? Do people want in or do they want out? Not complicated. 
And I don't hear all them stories about people thinking, jamming themselves into boxcars and freight trains trying to sneak into North Korea. You hear anything about that? <laughs> I'm not either. Don't hear nothing about it. I mean, for crying out loud, they want in this country, and they should. It's the greatest country there ever was. We ain't perfect. We're not perfect. But the thing is, we believed in the principles that made this country great. We try to change when we make mistakes. But everything we used to come up with, everything that used to come out of America was the best, and we believe that way. I mean, even our sports, that's what I'm proud of. We just exported everything, and they people just ate it up, because it was American. We invented baseball. The whole world plays baseball now. We invented football. The world plays football now. We invented basketball. The world plays basketball now. They invented soccer, and we're like, no. <laughs> Where soccer is big, huh? Listen, even though uh, COVID's calmed down, you still got to wash those hands. Everybody sing along. Just a little reminder of washing your hands. They say that I, I live in the uh, men's room. Uh, I don't know what they have in the ladies' room. Big sign that says, workers must wash their hands after use. Maybe they should say, everybody should wash their hands. Oh, no, they can't do that. Okay. Just thought it might be something for everyone. I don't want to leave anybody out. Mostly everybody I see when I'm in the uh, laboratory, they do wash their hands. 
very rarely did I see somebody that uh, goes potty and doesn't wash their hands. Most do. And why not? It's an easy thing to do, although some of the new modern technology, it's hard to figure out how to get the soap out and how to turn the water on. But once you do that, washy, washy, washy. Hey, thanks for joining me tomorrow. We hope it will be a special day. We'll have open topic from 10 to 11, and then we'll have Roy Rogers' uh, granddaughter on the program. And then uh, a guest in from the Better Business Bureau later on. So, partner, see you at the ranch. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Jimmy Fallon, followed by Charlie Kirk this afternoon for some good conversation. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 and W23.